<laughs> Welcome to the Brew Seekers, a homebrew D&D campaign set in the world called Silva Holland. I'm your host and dun- uh, Dungeon Master Orion VA here on the platform of the Nito Marito. Um, we are joined by our lovely uh, voice acty RP uh, RPness type individuals gathered around this virtual table today. Uh, we're going to introduce from the uh, top to the bottom in the Discord order. You can all say hi in or out of character if you'd like. Um, loaded Wombat as our lovely paladin, Lucas Graymore. Hey, hey, how are you? How's it going? Uh, the hostess, the Nita Morito, as our Circle of the Dreams druid, um, Eula Hayeswalker. Hi! The ah, one and only Texas Reverend as our tiefling warlock, Temerity. Yeah, the one and only, more like the only. Last, definitely not least, um, the Merc with a Mouth, uh, X-Cup Joe as our rogue, Dashaun. With a mouth. That's right. What a mouth. How y'all doing? Ew. Um, yeah, we're doing the D&D thing. Um, so as we start our adventure, I think it is very much fitting to describe the world, very briefly, of Silver Holland. Silva Holland, continent uh, peninsula, separated only by a natural disaster and calamity known as the spine of the world. A tectonic, well, let's say a tectonic event of apocalyptic proportion that happened thousands of years ago. What is on the other side of the spine of the world is unknown. Most people are comfortable and okay with that. Everyone is in their own quaint little place in their lives. In the split aisle peninsula of Silva Holland. We have on one side, on the west, owned by the the wood elves of the uh, Visakar noble house, the kingdom of Visakar, a highly industrious and technologically developed place where teleportation and firearms and airships, um, weaponry, um, metal forging, everything of tinkerers and scrappers alike try to make their fortune and fame in the kingdom of Visakar. To the central of the peninsula, the kingdom of Aloris, a high elven, high fantasy, high magic, and quite um, monarchal government run by Queen Alora herself, a high elven cleric that had overseen uh, the entire western half of the country for the past 400 years. Then, to the far east, called Old Holland, the old fallen capital of a once thriving human kingdom, snuffed out and lost to history. And just north of Old Holland, we have the disastrous Blightfall, where 80% of the dwarven population fell to Blightfall Mount erupting in a magical volcano explosion, cursing the land in fire and ash for miles, never to recover for centuries. This is the beautiful and painful tales that Silva Holland has, has endured over the past thousand years. The tensions between the elves of the Visakar, the wood elves of the Visakar, and the high elves of the Alorans, 
have been tense. It, things have been awkward. People have been assuming that war might be on the precipice. Humans, just like the dwarves, are beginning to slowly snuff out in survivability, and those that are of more traditional values might be radicalized to think that the humans might be eradicated by just the elves' overdevelopment of magic and technology and disregard for the shorter human lifespan. The Great Dale is a region of the world where most of that population is either half-elven or human. The last great, uh, the, the, the last great Dale here is, I don't know, 80% human, but only accounts for 25% of the country's population of humans. We begin our tale in the small town of Ellison, just just down the cliff face, down the eastern cliff face of the kingdom of Valoris, a half-high-elven, half-halfling-and-gnomish kind of town, very peaceful, as sunrise begins on the first day of the fall solstice, first day of harvest season. We would zoom in here into a, uh, to a room on a second floor inn called the Blue Banner Inn and Tavern. Light starts to creep in through the window. A man hung over from the night before curses in his sleep. He only slept for about four to five hours. They haphazardly kind of slide, almost fall, catch themselves in their hungover stupor, pounding headache. They stand up straight and they feel an immense pain in their side. They have bandages that go over the top left, uh, uh, you know, the top, sh uh, the top of their shoulder, top left of their shoulder, and cross over to their right side of their abdomen. And then from their abdomen around their stomach, it's about time to change their bandages. Their wound hasn't been healing very well. They remember their night of bounty hunting the several days prior. A corrupt noble um, in Ellison that has mysteriously fled with no trace. Their lakeside house on on Ellison Lake on the east side left abandoned and left to just their caretakers this in the staffing of the noble house they were wondering where he had gone the man stumbles into a wash closet and wipes away a, a, a bit of the mirror ahead of them and looks down in the wooden bucket of clean cold water and start undressing their wound they were cut pretty deep. I guess tracking this noble was a bit too much for just him alone. Darshan, you look at yourself in the mirror, the dark bags under your eyes of lack of sleep, drinking away the failures of a bounty that escaped your grasp. That 50 gold would have been nice pocket change for you. But you redress your wounds, look at the whiskey that was left on the, on the nightstand by your bed, take another shot for the morning either to numb the pain or to get rid of the hangover 
start our little adventure with you. The headache is not calmed yet, as there is a pounding on your uh, your room's door. Heavy, heavy knocking, like a metal gauntlet against rotted wood. Hello? Who's that? Someone's at the door? Lucas, you hear on the other side of the door, you hear a hello. You look over to your left, um, your pilgrimage and and companion. Delilah Lockhart, someone who has been accompanying you on your missions from the human kingdom of Old Holland to spread any kind of holy message that the human, uh, that the last bit of human civilizations wish to spread in their um, religious messaging and but you are here mainly to bring someone that has been causing trouble in Ellison to justice someone that has been acting more forthright than the paladins of this order that want to bring true justice and are the real law You've been getting word that someone in the Blue Banner Inn has been acting as a lone vigilante. Someone that has been skirting the law and taking matters of justice into their own hands. You have studied over the past couple of days the the manor on the lake of Ellison. The noble's name... Let me grab it on the phone because my phone went to sleep. The noble's name, Jonathan Brookhart. He's kind of the one of the top three richest people in Ellison. Mysteriously disappeared several days ago after ac- accusations of corruption and embezzlement of the nearby churches. You knock on his door again and you hear hello on the other side. The gruff voice sounds familiar. You're looking for a male at least between the ages of 28 and 35. Um, short brown hair and dark cloaks. Uh, dark clothes were the only description you were given. And you hear a masculine voice grumbling on the other side. Your companion looks up at you. Just keep calm. We're just here to ask questions. Right? Do, do you think this is him? Might be. Only one way to find out, see if he cooperates. A knock again. What do you want? You stumble over and you see, you have a little sliding privacy window in your door to not have to unchain or unlock. You slide and what do you guys see in one another? So we'll start with Wombat. What does Darshan see? Describe your character. Darshan sees somebody who's, uh, like, appearance-wise, just very, very noble. Um, he looks... It doesn't look weak. He looks like he's, like, well-trained and, like, he, he knows how to swing a sword, he knows how to fight, all that kind of stuff. But he doesn't... He looks naive. And he's he's somebody who could could be t- taken advantage of in the sense of like could be just completely told what to do 
um, and convinced and just can, you know, persuaded. Uh, and uh, you can kind of just like see that kind of look of, of innocence, but he's also been very, very focused on being like trained. So he's, he's you know, of good stature and that kind of stuff. So. And next to you, um, a little bit shorter, uh, stands even in plate armor, standing at about five foot seven, even with the uh, metal boots. See a half elven woman with very short, um, with very short blonde hair. Uh, it's buzzed on a little, like buzzed a little bit short on the left side of her head, and the right side is pulled down into a braid, which is tucked into her chain shirt underneath her plate armor. Um. She has a little bit of a scar on the on the on the cheek that has the hair shaved a bit a bit down, and it meets from her temple down to the corner of her lip. It looked like um, to you, Darshan. It looked like she's seen a battle or two. And for you, Lucas, you know that there was a very certain Riley in riled up individual she brought into custody uh, a couple of weeks back that slashed slashed her across the face with a dagger, and she's been taking it on the chin ever since. She looks a bit more grizzled in her look and uh, in just her eyes just pierce into yours. But what does Lucas see, Darshan? What, what kind of imagery, unkempt or not, what do they see on the other side of the door? See a tired, drunken man. Like you said, hungover. Can tell that he's... Uh lost a lot of things but he's also gained some things uh, but overall looks tired a little bit mad at the world um, kind of looks like he's lost lost a lot of things in his past and he holds that grudge uh, to this day but what they see is somebody who can handle you know presents itself as he can handle business uh, somebody that, d- that does not play straight to the point just a very stern person sorry to have uh, awoken you sir may we come inside uh, we are from the enclave sure come on right in slide the little eye visor closed you take the deadbolt you you turn uh, uh, an actuator pulls a a deadbolt in and you unchain the privacy chain of the door and you are let inside so what is this enclave what are you here for we're here under a personal investigation um, she looks down and sees that you're, you know, kind of like have an open button shirt, that you have bandages that you have changed and went across your midsection. Her gaze kind of shudders for a, for a moment. She just shakes the distraction out of her head. Uh, we're just doing an investigation. Um, just a few questions and hopefully not take uh, too much time out of your morning and then we'd be out of your hair. Does that sound good? Does not sound good, but let's go. How can I help you? 
She looks to uh, Miss Lockhart looks up at Lucas and kind of just gestures to kind of have you scope the place out while she sits this man down and just talks with him. And Lucas doesn't sit. He 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 basically he basically is kind of lightly walking around the small like area that they're in, um, and he's trying to see. He's trying. He's trying to get a look, kind of into some of the back rooms that he wouldn't normally bring us in, but just from the room that we're in, you know. There is a front breezeway, basically a place to kick your boots off, led into uh, like a ten by ten area, um, next to a coat closet, an open archway, into um, a couple of corner chairs and an end table that has um, an empty whiskey glass on it and a now empty whiskey bottle next to it. Ice that has melted over and left a, uh, a water ring that has soaken into the table with time and age. Looks like it's just been sitting there for several days unattended. Um, that is connected with a privacy half, uh, like a half wall, like a, those accordion style uh, changing walls that you can just plop up anywhere. Um, that and then behind that is uh, is a small uh, full size bed um, just left in disarray some pillows and blankets on the floor and on the bed you can see even with your passive perception you can see blood stain that has been darkened to a maroon color of dried up blood on the uh, on the tan sheets of the bed looks like it has been bled in like a couple of days ago Hey, so what are these questions you have for me? No, no here. You... Here. And she kind of just turns one of the side chairs or on, that's on the end table on the other side of the room for you to take a seat. She drags the other chair on the other side of the table and just her armor creaks into the wood. Well, um, any bit of help? Maybe I'll be down to compensate you for your time. Um, and she kind of like looks at the um, mm. a little bit of a grimace at the empty whiskey stuff and she kind of just takes empty glass, turns it upside down on top of the bottle, takes it off and kind of just wipes a little bit on the table before she rests her arm on it. Hmm. Compensation. Um, well, for formal introductions, um, Captain... Lockhart, pleasure to meet your acquaintance, and you are. Darshan. Pardon? Darshan. 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 Okay. Well, pleasure to meet you. Um. Meanwhile, Lucas, roll me an investigation check. Perfect. And Darshan, roll me. Eighteen. Um, Based on the, that's pretty good. Based on the night prior, based on the couple of nights prior of your escapades, of you know your hunting, a thought, a, a memory, kind of flashes in, in in your head from your blackout. Um, you remember hiding the weapon that you used to hunt down, um, and you stowed it away in this place. So roll me a sleight of hand or a stealth check. I'll let you pick one or the other for stashing 
for stashing a, suspe- a, a suspect weapon. Sleight of hand or stealth? I'm going to do a sleight of hand. Actually, I'm going to do stealth. All right, roll, roll me a stealth check. Why is it not linked up? Uh, I guess it says I got a 20. A 20. All right. Yep. So you see, um, you, 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 you know, you you tap your fingers on your legs as you see this blonde haired, lower ranked paladin kind of wandering around your room, tussling a little bit of the, some, um, blankets back onto your bed. And when he walks into the bathroom, your, your heart kind of skips a couple of beats as in the cabinet drawers that, you know, you would normally access to service the piping um, under the sink or like under like a drainage pipe, I would, I would say that you would pour dirty water down and it would just run out into the, the backwoods. Um, you stowed a, um, you stowed a dagger down there Um, and you see Lucas walk into the bathroom glance into into the bucket open up the little hinges on the medicine cabinet rummage through uh, rummage through from behind the mirror and captain says sorry sorry excuse me I'm over here Um, we need to know where have you been on the first night of the fall solstice? This was a couple of days ago. It was just after the rainfall. Uh, the first night. If I'm being honest with you, I don't quite remember. I've had a lot of, a lot of escapades, a lot of partying. Hmm. But what I do remember is I was at the pub quite a bit, playing a little cards gambling having a good time yes one of the barkeeps that you uh, were supposedly flirting with a lot Meredith she uh, she was very helpful in giving some information that you were quite a um, quite a party goer here say a lot of make a lot of noise for yourself and your heart kind of like returns to a normal pace as you see Lucas you squat down and you check around the basin of the wash sink and go to open the door before you hear um, alright in a clap of metal gauntlets so how about we do this instead and you just stand back up rub the back of your neck and you go out to the main area as a slight beat of sweat gathers on the back of your neck Darshan is almost um, and 18 doesn't quite meet the 20 as you almost opened where you stashed um, a murder weapon. Um, basically one of those um, just serrated serrated on one side daggers that uh, assumedly one of the accomplices of Jonathan Brookhart's um, servants bought him some time by holding back and maybe fighting you off if you were too close on a trail still tainted with uh, servant's uh, servant's blood. So how about we do this? One of the nobles, let's say, personal butlers, Dorman. His body was found last night as well. Mm. Now, 
The body was found not too far from the manor, into the into the hills to the east, just inside the tree line. Now I'm not here to make any kind of assumptions. You and she looks down at your bandages around your waist. You could have had your own rough night, I'm assuming. So I'm here to just firstly do my job and I suppose secondly as her eyes begin to glow and um, Lucas you know the spell that she's about to cast as she holds up kind of two fingers um, straight in the air kind of like a boy scout kind of like salute as there's a ring that now forms on the floor in celestial engravings that's glowing on the wood in a 10 foot radius as she casts a zone of truth you feel this divine presence of guilt and shame and judgment and pressure and retribution weigh down on you Darshan the spell if you wish to resist it is a charisma saving throw otherwise you feel that if you fail either you speak nothing but the truth or nothing at all and silence speaks volumes. And you feel the weight of this divine judgment press upon your shoulders. So if you wish to resist this effect, it's a charisma saving throw. I do wish to resist. All right, so give me a charisma saving throw. 17. That beats it. Um, Her DC was 16, which is quite high as a captain. You... Close your eyes for a brief moment. You inhale, and the ring just <sighs> stays, but the weight lifts off your shoulders. Her eyes return from a glow, even though the uh, the circle in the ten foot radius on the floor is still dimly lit, as if you if you were to leave or enter the area, you would have to kind of be under that same effect. Um, so it, it lasts for about ten minutes. She looks at you. A slight smile spreads across her face quite a strong-willed one, aren't you? Yeah. Someone said that. Kind of comes with the trade. Lucas, what are you doing during this time? I uh, basically coming around like to the front to kind of push to kind of I guess uh press him a little bit more, you know, like and push for a better answer. Cuz I I think I mean, and if I got to roll something for this, but I think Lucas would probably see that he was resisting, you know, in some kind of way. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, let's do this. So, uh, what's with all the blood? As I said, I've had a long night drinking. I'm not too sure where it came from. I'm not too sure if it's mine or... Somebody else's. Somebody else's? Yeah, a lot of things happened down there at the pub. Don't act like you haven't seen a fight. Well, I, I've seen a fight, but i it's not that I've fought in a pub and uh, possibly harmed somebody else. Do you think well, maybe uh, you... you think maybe you killed somebody yesterday? No, not yesterday. Not yesterday. Nah. 
I can tell you is come down to the bar with me, to the pub. We can have a good time. That won't be happening. So, what are we doing here, Captain? Hmm. Kind of like your cut. Shame we're on separate ends of the fence here. You wouldn't oh, happen to know of anything about an accusation or an allegation of Mr. Brookhart on his lake house possibly threatening to use his personal security on the churches for extorting their tithes? You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Hmm. Not that I can recall. I mean, is this where the compensation... Is this, is this what you're looking for? Information for compensation? Well, we could tear this room ceiling to floor. Could go, maybe even get your wounds patched up a bit. Not enforce your five gold of overdue in rent that you have yet to pay. At least that's what the bar owner says, that the tab that you've been ringing up as of late. We don't want to take you in for some petty crime like that. Um, we wouldn't have to have too much problem with that. Maybe, maybe we can help each other. So what kind of help are you looking for? Because I've already talked to the barkeep down there. He's not too worried about the overdue five gold. Mm -hmm. he sure, he's given you a couple of extra weeks. Sure. But it, it looks like you might have a little bit difficult time working and earning an honest gold piece in that condition of yours. What are you, uh, what are you trying to get at when you say honest? Define honest. Honest would mean if there was a sense of justice, the enclave needs to know about it. And all I'm really looking for is honestly just a good Samaritan's help under obviously the watch of the enclave to make sure obviously, obviously, anyone would be protected by good Samaritan laws here in Ellison. But maybe if someone were to accidentally stumble upon some incriminating evidence that might bring an incredulous noble to justice, and if an enclave member were to just happen to be there and to maybe save this good Samaritan's day, as if they were to be caught in the right place at the wrong time, mm. maybe their good intentions might be overlooked if it was under the contract of the Enclave. Okay, okay. So you're but, looking for you're looking for information about a situation that may or may not have happened at a lake right. house, correct? Yeah, but you were out partying, so <sighs> guess we'll look elsewhere. Lucas, 
Come on. We should leave this drunken rat to wallow and heal on his own time. She, her chair creaks as she stands up. Well, I wish I could say it was a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. See you later, quiet one. The Enclave's oh. guard post is to the north of the city, on the north end of the city. Green tapestries, in case you ever come out of your brain fog and suddenly remember something. Just ask for Captain Lockhart. Have a good morning. Yeah, I absolutely can. We'll see you later. I'm going to go back to drinking. You do that. And she walks out of your room. Lucas, what do you do? She she exited? So you said? Yeah, she's just she's left the door open. She's kind of just in the hallway back against the the wall in the in the corridor with her arms crossed, kind of just vibing and decompressing a little. Luke, Lucas just follows. Lucas. You gonna leave or not? Come on. I'm trying to get I'm drunk. leaving. Just know that uh we're going to find out what happened here. When we get to the bottom of it, you're going to make sure that you want to tell us the truth. Only if I knew the truth. Well, goodbye then. <laughs> and then he leaves. Right. On the other side of town, as you're having this lovely conversation on the second floor of the Blue Banner Inn and Tavern. In the, in the courtyard, in the center of town, actually, there is a rock, a small rock being tossed. Um, an orphan child. It's unkempt black hair tied up with bands and twine into like a makeshift wannabe dwarven braid which is quite odd for a human kid temerity a rock hits you in the back you hear snickering from a, a collective of children want some pointing and laughing purple skin bighorn purple skin bighorn <laughs> oh shut up you damn heathens Damn it, Lucifer! Why do I always end up in shithole towns like this? You turn and you and you and you and you yell, and there's almost like this installation of fear that strikes the the the, the kids. There's like a collection of like four or five of them, and um, it's almost as if they're not looking at you; they're looking at something behind you that gives them this this sense of dread and you glance over your shoulder slightly and there's nothing there but they saw something horrid and like they turn and run they the rest of the kids drop their rocks and you know they they and they gather their rags and and, and, and whatnot and tunics and, and they just run and across the courtyard right next to the church here this white building where 
um, uh, Middlewood Orphanage is, and they just run in, and you see um, across there is a um, uh, like a, a nun or someone that serves the the Church of Tear, kind of like running the joint, and she's talking with somebody that stands out like a sore thumb out of everybody else that you've ever seen in this town. They're dressed in flowing, colorful garments, big, uh, like fluffy hair on top, but straightened down in, in the back. Um, the tops of their hands have little patches of, of fur, uh, on them. They are, they're draped with elegant color, like draped with elegant colors from top to bottom. And they have a large walking stick, like a staff, almost like a, a shillelagh even. And they're delivering some herbal goods, some crops from the farms. Um, and what stands out to them is, at least to you, is a set of non-human ears that poke up from their brown hair on the top of their head. Um, they shake hands. Uh, some uh, a small bag is exchanged for the delivery of some goods, and you see them shift into um, like a rainbow-tailed, uh, like a like a rainbow-tailed like badger or squirrel. Um, and you've never seen anything like that in, in your life. Just see a non-humanish person just warp like Animorphs into a small animal and skitter off. What in the Twelve Infernals was that? And they're kind of like coming towards your general um, direction even. Like around the courtyard, um, like eastbound. Squirrel, stay away! Mind your own business, you too, urchins! The urchin, uh, the, the kids are still running. Now they turn again, uh, and they're, they're just startled again. They run. Um, you see kind of bobbing and weaving through, like, over park benches and, sh and shrubberies, this, this small creature. And um, it looks very strange because that looked like a person earlier they dart they look at you they get startled and they take a, a hard left down an alleyway I'm gonna I'm gonna actually follow because I'm curious um, all right so you begin to follow the yeah. alleyway you cut across the crowd yeah cut across the courtyard to the uh, northeast side and you uh, pass a wooden sign that's hanging from chains above a door frame called the Blue Banner Inn and Tavern and you dart around the back side um, and the alley cuts off into a T intersection at the end and you see them dart to the right um, this is this is where the caves oh, sorry, sorry, the cliff faces to the north cast a very hard darkened shadow you flicker your eyes for a moment and you activate your dark vision and you see, ah, yes. If anything sketchy were to happen, it would be in here. Story of my life. <clears throat> Eula, 
I'm pronouncing your first name right. Mm. You take a dart to the left, and a large boot almost squishes you. <laughs> a Goliath with an uh, with machetes dangling like a Roman skirt around his hips. He has like four machetes. They clang with rust and dried blood. A boot comes down in front of you. <laughs> what do we have here? <laughs> Leans down and he attempts to grab you. Is this guy gonna try and eat me? He's going to try to grapple you. Um, <gasps> roll an acrobatics check contested with his athletics to not be grabbed. Is that way at the bottom? Or what is uh, it's alphabetical on your skill sheet. Oh. Letter uh -huh. A, squirrel. I'm smart. A. I'm smart. Give me a moment. There you go. 18. Not only is she smart, but she's rather athletic. He gets a 21 as he grabs you by the scruff. <laughs> hey, guys, look. <laughs> it seems I got a new pet. <laughs> Who wants to name it? And coming out the side door, Lucas. Um, Captain is kind of like take her 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 finger and her, her middle finger and her thumb and kind of like rubbing both temples on her forehead at the same time. <sighs> Too many damn secrets in this town. I even tried playing their game. Seems that even there is no even honor among any thieves anymore. I just don't know anymore, Lucas. This trail goes cold and I don't even know what to do anymore. Well, the only thing that we can do is we, we, we've got to continue. We can't, we can't stop here. We have a supposed corrupt noble and a couple of dead bodies on our hands. And the people are going to start asking questions. If the Enclave can't even solve a simple escapee and one murder, typically in broad daylight, then what good are we? Well, uh, you don't—you didn't feel like Darshan was a lead? No. Oh, that look in his eyes. He has a will stronger than most. Not a lot of people are able to resist the magic that I'm able to possess, but something a bit different about him. Pretty strange. Do you want to know what's the strangest part of all of this with him? What is it? He said he's gotten into a couple of bar fights so there wasn't one scratch upon his face. Hmm, yeah, don't you think that they would maybe hit him in the face? That's where they would go for? Hmm. But he had abdominal injuries. <sighs> Hopefully my offer might sink in a little bit once that mat sobers up. I'm gonna get a little bit of uh, bite to eat for lunch. Let's take the back way, it's a lot faster. Um, we'll come back after maybe lunch. And maybe send a patrol unit to just watch the place. See if he leaves suddenly. That might be a bit suspicious and we have a reason to stop him, at least detain him. Do you think maybe we should follow him? Depends. 
do you feel well, tell you what I'll go get some food if you want to wait here I'll bring back your favorite Turkey and Good, yeah, I'll, right? I'll keep I'll keep an eye out and I'll, I'll if he leaves and I'll uh, I'll follow him wherever he goes maybe even hmm. try to take a little peek through uh, maybe a window or something hmm. starting to like this new way of thinking with you Lucas I'll bring back uh, lunch, your favorite. Uh, turkey and ham on rye, right? Yeah, please. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, don't get yourself killed. Only going to be gone for about an hour. Okay. And he gives you a quick pat on the shoulder. You wait um, on the side of the outside of the building. And Darshan, with extra mail. <laughs> yeah, Darshan, you slap your cheeks a bit in the mirror you open the lower cupboard you grab the knife oh, still there you toss it um, on the on the bed you re you go under the bed grab your personal belongings the armor that you doffed to just get out of it and behind the headboard of the bed your bow um, your short bow and arrow arrow quiver you feel this pressure that any kind of lead, if you were to split and probably split from town, now would probably be the time to do it before too many questions get asked. But at least you contemplate. What would you like to do now? I'd like to take another drink. <laughs> you finish off the bottle. You oh, rummage around. Just, you're dry now. Couple. I have to go get another gold. one. That's it. And grab yourself some more, uh, some more liquor. You uh, head downstairs, turn the corner, um, and uh, in the main area of the Blue Banner, there's the uh, the daykeep tender. Ah, look who's returned! You're still alive. Well, good to see you didn't um, get fucked up too bad. Usual? The usual. I couldn't have been that low. All right. I could have just ended it. Barkeep slides a drink. Uh, there's no one else at the bar at this early hour. And, um, beckons you a little bit closer and he leans in. They were asking a bit too many questions. I tried to skirt around as much as I possibly could. Didn't give him anything. Well, uh, are you the one that told him that I'm in debt? Five gold? <laughs> I had to make up some kind of story, right? Hey. If only they knew. Mm. So, did they what? ask you anything else? What did they ask you? Some ice chips kind of clink around in the glass as he tops it off no he, they didn't press too hard I tried to make you sound like a drunken charity case more than anything listen they're sniffing a little bit too close and I can't have my side business interrupted by things like this I'm probably giving you another night to stay but I could probably set you up with a connection on the edge of town if you need an ally ally what's this person's name Oh, they call him Big Ed. 
he's not the smartest bunch, but he is quite strong. Um, he oversees a trade caravan that runs between Ellison and Rima, the two, uh, the two eleven villages here. Protects uh, noble goods from the kingdom of uh, kingdom of Alora. Surely that might be a bit uh, more up your alley if you want some silver under your belt. You know what? It doesn't sound too bad. Can't be a bounty hunter by just with just one man. Yeah. Uh, I tried to lie as much as I could, but that captain, she scares the living shit out of me. The blonde boy, though, he's... <laughs> he's green. He won't last now listen for more than a month. Yeah. I seemed a little quiet to me. He was walking around the room. Didn't really say ask too much. Seemed like he was inexperienced. Hmm. That but captain that... though. That captain though. Tried to try to get me to do something to me. I'm not too sure. I don't know. I don't think it worked. Hmm. Try to use a divine magic, huh? Yeah, that uh, that Lockhart, she's a feisty one for sure. I mean, sure, crime rate's gone down in Ellison ever since she took in charge, but her methods are a bit... Hmm. Strange. Either way, um... That butler of his, one you managed to clip. Did you grab his stuff? Uh, you remember from the blackout... The only thing you were managed to uh, to snag from the body was a golden necklace from him and his signet ring. Yeah, looks like I grabbed a necklace and a ring. Hmm. Don't particularly like snuffing out the nobles of this place. All right, deal's a deal. Even if you didn't manage to find the guy himself, his lackeys are the next best thing. Come on, I'll at least give you a cut of something. Yeah, I mean, I, what I could is one step closer. I do have a question for you. Hmm. What's up, boss man? This enclave is what they said they're from. Yeah, their influence is spreading. They're mainly they're mainly a kingdom of Alora thing, and they've been recently been allying with uh, other races, humans, dragonborn even. It's not just an elven police force anymore. It's not just the main city guard for the royal family. Seems that their uh, influence is quite large. But that's what happens in Ol in in uh, in the monarchies, I suppose, patriarchies, that kind of thing. She mentioned she mentioned compensation for information. Hmm. So. Well, the Enclave wants to do things their way. We like to do things our way. Except one actually pays and the other is just for the good of everything and justice and righteousness. Yeah, but that doesn't put um, bread on the table, does it? It does not. I'm looking to eat more than just bread. Yeah. Um, you set down the, uh, the gold necklace and the noble signet ring. A small pouch of coin is shoved over your way. If you weren't being suspicious right now, that would have paid for another week of your stay. Um, drinks on me. Why don't you go out and get some fresh air? You look like absolute shit. Yeah, probably do me a 
do me some good. Where'd you say that guy was located that you said? Oh, his name? Big Earl. Big Ed. Yeah. Big Ed. Uh, kind of a um, kind of a burly one. He's uh, he hangs out at the uh, the south edge of the city, past city limits. There is the main road that goes between Ellison and Rima, um, around the south bend of the cliff face, south of the city. Go to the main intersection. There's the giant wooden signs. Sometimes the trade route hits there every, I don't know, about two weeks or so. So, managed, you got about two to three days before you want to catch a trade caravan job. So you got a little bit of time. When I go see him, what should I, do I tell him you sent me? And tell him you're a friend of Marcus's and that you're looking for work. That group owes me a favor anyway. The amount of free drinks I give them every so often. Maybe hiring one more person won't be too much on their purse. Well, Marcus, I'm going to get out of here. It seems like everybody owes you. I'm going to go take a walk. So, as you go head out the side door, that we went to one of the main alleyways uh, to get a cool breeze. Well, look at this little fuzzy one. I think I'll call you Mr. Fuzzy Bottoms. <laughs> what do you think, boys? Uh, you peek over the large Goliath's shoulder and you see three to four, I don't know, rough and tumble kind of guys. Um, and one kind of fully masked figure, but with a very uh, uh, very feminine contour to their waist and, and hips, but they're completely covered in black from head to toe. A very soft voice comes from that one. Come on, you can't be distracted by such frivolous things. Let the rat go, we don't have time for this, we're on a job, remember? Oh, you're no fun. Um, do you wish to try to escape this man's grapple? If you do, roll another um, acrobatics or athletics check. Or you can drop your wild shape. I could drop my what? <laughs> no, that was sorry. That was um uh, for Nito. Uh, yeah, because I'm the squirrel. In you the are the squirrel. <laughs> so are she's a squirrel and giant. she's not. I'm a squirrel. I did something cool. All right. <laughs> uh, you are in the grasp of a, the large hand of an almost eight foot tall Goliath bald man with uh, Mad Max style leather armor adorning his uh, from his shoulders. And I'd be down rolling against what he rolled for last time. Uh, it's, it'll be it'll tickets. be a new check, so you can either uh, try if you want to try to break free, you can either roll in acrobatics or in athletics yeah, or to definitely break out you can drop your wild shape yeah he's got a plus six on something or whatever i'll just drop my wild shape okay um you hit the ground the <laughs> hand breaks away in a forceful recoil and you kind of st- cause him to stumble and land in a pile of uh, pile of garbage and metal <laughs> tin cans that are stacked up so neatly become crashing down <laughs> and you're sitting on on your butt kind of rubbing your head as you kind of like hit the ground uh, and you and you sit up and now you look eyes to eyes with five individuals 
that are now like about to draw blades and they're like what the hell is this and well, Lucas hi. Temerity and Darshan you hear a loud crash from around the corner of the alleyway behind the blue banner and tavern Lucas you've been pacing back and forth kind of contemplating on how to best approach the situation with this new Darshan fellow but you hear echoing in uh, in the alleyway um, parallel from you on the other side of the building entirely a loud kind of like metal on metal clanging of Jenga falling down Lucas? Oh, this? Lucas is dead. Oh no, Lucas is dead. No. <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry. My stuff like cut out right there. Like when you were just oh, saying the last Oh, no, no. I'm so really you sorry. hear uh you hear some uh commotion on the other side of the on the other side of the tavern building entirely. You can you feel like you can make it there if you just dash. Uh you it just interrupted your contemplation on how to deal with this Darshan fellow. Um, and your thoughts get interrupted by a loud crashing noise from an adjacent alleyway. He was on the other busy. Side of the building. He was busy looking through windows, peeping Tom. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to it. Yeah. All right. And Temerity, uh, you you hear this commotion out shortly after the the squirrel rounds the the, the corner. This thing is fast. Like, you're quite fast, you're lightweight, and you're dexterous, but this thing is has fleet of foot. This thing has, like, a very fast, like, skittering speed. Chasing a squirrel is no small feat. <laughs> um, and seconds after it turns the corner, you hear some talking, which kind of leads you to slow down a bit, and then you hear a crash, and then that kind of, like, gives you a rush of adrenaline response. <laughs> Sounds like the party's just getting started. Dershawn, you are walking out of a bay window like uh, it's like a bay window it's like kind of like pushed outward a bit on the corner of the building and it also has a sliding door the sliding door is already open you uh reach uh you you sip a bit of your whiskey and you fumble around in your in your side pouch uh for a hand rolled cigarette and you go to put it in your mouth and it kind of just falls like don't even really get it up to your lips as you see a purple light purple skinned tiefling run past you he has a sword on his back and he has long flowing black capes you have never seen tieflings hang around in ellison before in about the week that you've been here on a private job um and he just darts down the corner and you hear a crash <laughs> happen in the one of the back alleys of this place What was that sound? I want to go check it out. Alright. You have that uh, knife on you, and you have that bow strung over your back. Some of your personal belongings are in your room, but if things get bad, at least you got a knife on your hip, or a dagger on your hip, and a bow on your back. You you kind of snuff the cigarette out in your pocket. Ch like swig the whiskey down put like set it on a windowsill go to turn the corner <laughs> your side starts to strain and <laughs> peeling and scarring and scabbing and turn the corner you have your hand uh, on your dagger you unsheath it and Eula 
you kind of stagger upward. Um, you have you put your hands out a little bit. Oh, look at these on this one. What do we do with her? Who's uh, to say that she won't be running around, running her mouth? I don't, I, I don't even know what I'm looking at right now. So, like, I won't rub my mouth for anything. Temerity, you round the corner, the blade on your back. Um, and you meet face to face again with these several groups of individuals. Oh, well, what in the nine hells? And the woman that's covered head to toe in black draws, uh, draws a short sword huh. oh so you decided to bring friends couldn't be snooping around as a little rodent well that would be Are the fourth trying... hell bitch huh? you want to drag me into this um i'm going to um by the way i'm gonna posture and with my uh with my sword out um, can I, can I, can I take, an, like, a, a, a thing to help out, uh, this random, like, bear creature? What would you like to do? You feel like you have moments before you feel like these guys yeah, are I, just I, getting I, I'm gonna use, I'd like to cast Mage Hand and, like, pull her back towards me, like, away from that group. Oh, sure, yeah. It has about yeah. 10, 10 to 12 pounds of pulling force, but it's enough to, like, just to get her out of the way. Side yeah. And, like, yeah. out of the middle of the alleyway. Yeah. Like, to give her some breathing room. Oh, Alica, die. Alica Blam. <laughs> is is Alica Blam? Alica Blam, your Eldritch, <laughs> Eldritch Blast verbal. Alica no, Blam? that's a different one. That is uh, that's Finger Bang. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Bang. Finger Bang. Um, Lucas, uh, since you're on the other side of the alleyway, you turn around. And you see, with a bunch of backs facing you, a bunch of dark cloaked figures, and you see over the shoulder of them, about 30 to 40 feet away from you, this strange humanoid woman with draped robes, um, flowers in their hair, a wooden staff-like shillelagh, and scuff marks all, all over their clothing like they've just been through a little bit of a, a bit of a fall. And behind her is a slightly shorter tiefling, uh, tiefling man. And even behind him, on the other end of the alleyway, about 60 feet from you, barely clock eyes with a somewhat familiar shape, but geared up a little bit, of Deshaun, of the third room on the second floor. As you come around the corner, your your plate armor clanks and your chainmail clanks around uh, and your shield strapped to your arm. Um, there's a woman dressed completely head to toe in black that has two short swords drawn. She looks over her shoulder. Ah, shit. Ah, fuck. They, they had the fuzz tailing them. God damn it. And it's the Enclave. Finish them all. We're out of here. And... Let me get a fun little, uh, cool, neat, little, cute, little, uh, uh, interesting little uh, map here. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm going to attack Darshan. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to kill Darshan. Yes. 
<laughs> All right. I just want to go back right. to being a squirrel dog. Life as a school squirrel was pretty okay. <laughs> Yeah, you were uh, you were a rainbow-tailed squirrel. I know, I heard. You had like three tails. It was kind of cool. Oh, You're so like, cool. I'm gonna climb up the cliff and just go play in the trees. Yeah, exactly. the squirrel could be an accident. It was you. <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> Whatever, man. All right. So. <laughs> Let me get. I have a little map. <laughs> Whatever, man. Ripped bong. She just rolled for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get. Um, there we go. I have a. Uh, I have a thing. I just have to bring your guys's uh, little tokens. So I guess while uh, while this while I'm getting this set up. Um, for the stream, Temerity, why don't you describe what you look like to the rest of the people that you come around the corner just seemingly out of fucking nowhere with your dark blade drawn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. So it's, um, I'm obviously not like a, a little bit slight build, but very, uh, finely dressed in my uh, in my robe and what is what, what seems like battle others but they they kind of also blend in into maybe uh what could be considered a a suit in that time um dark hair a little bit unkempt uh to this point but there's an aura coming from me that doesn't really match what you see like with your eyes it's almost oppressive um to the point where uh, it, it'll, it'll like startle and draw confusion. Um, a lot of deception, um, not looking like someone you can trust, but also um, looking like someone you'd rather have on your side than the other. While you pull up your map. And last, definitely not least here, uh, Nito, why don't you describe just this once three, ta three rainbow tailed squirrel uh, you know what? Let's give him a mohawk too. With a mohawk, um, now, now a humanoid-ish person. Describe what is, what do you appear to everybody else as? Uh the would be a very well short for an elf, but normal sized for a human person, humanoid kind of like creature with pointed barriers looks very lost 95% of the time when she's looking around and 95% of the time also looking around because she's just looking for something but you don't entirely know what I don't know what else to say she's got vines on her that's pretty neat also some plants definitely not a suggestive plant <laughs> Definitely not. That would be on this human plane. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Keebler Bear. <laughs> what the hell did Keebler, you get yourself into? Keebler Bear. <laughs> what did you call me? Called you a Keebler Bear. I don't know. It seemed like Keebler. the right thing to say at the time. Listen. What do these guys want with you? And why are you making my day more interesting? No one wants. 
wanted to eat me. Now we're in this situation. They said I would talk. I don't even know what I'm talking about yet. <laughs> they wanted to eat you? A hey, big guy. <laughs> How about I make a stew from you there, buddy? That wouldn't be good. I don't think. No. It would be just right. What do you even... I have no idea anymore. Okay. I'm just looking for a fight. I can tell, but... Why do you want to eat people? It's a it's a tiefling thing. We use it as a threat. Like people get worried. They get they say, "Oh God, tiefling, <laughs> you're, run!" You're a tiefling. What? Jesus. Oh, he's not a thing. Huh? Don't worry. It's a it's a guy I met one time at a uh, at a food truck. <laughs> at a food truck. Some tacos. Oh. All right. I am going to bring. <laughs> Bring uh, the uh, the new music and the new map. And, uh... <coughs> I wish you had a nice picture of the rainbow tail squirrel. Uh, I'm gonna have to make it. I don't <laughs> just make it something like that up <laughs> with a mohawk, dude. But I look so cool. You really, you really didn't know, huh? It wasn't that cool. Why are you so mean? It was nuts. What? Like, it was like, who, who turns into a freaking squirrel? Me, cause I'm nuts. Oh. It was a joke at the time. No, I know, but I'm now I'm with you. I, I will agree on your nuts. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I got some peanuts. You want some? All right. While we're waiting, I'm gonna start waving my sword around <laughs> like I know how to use it, and <laughs> it's it's gonna be remarkably intimidating. should roll intimidation for it. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna roll. I'm doing an intimidation check. <laughs> Better they are rather intimidated, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> they are uh, they 20. Are, they're pretty yeah, intimidated. Yeah. Controlled by I just have to give control over the tokens and we'd be ready. No, oh, yeah, you're good. You're good. I'm just I'm I'm busy intimidating your your cast of merry men. Uh, <laughs> a 20 for intimidation. Um you're just f w waving your sword around. And again, you have this strange sense that whatever you're trying to display, they're looking right through you, and it looks like they're always just looking at something over your shoulder, but never really at you or in your eyes. I get that a lot. All right, here is the, uh, here's the alleyway. And that's what I thought it looked like. So I'm gonna, I can do shift Z and kind of do a display. Here is the Goliath that picked up uh, Eula. He's one of the thugs. And in the back, uh, the feminine figure with kind of like lightning, uh, like an arcane trickster, kind of like half caster, half rogue here in the back uh, is the woman. I think I know her. Come on. Don't do that. You don't know her. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I want to know her, though. 
I want to know. All right, blades are drawn. Swing. They brought the enclave with them. You uh -oh. large meat case of a buffoon. And the Goliath just gets pissed when she when he looks over his shoulder. He just punches his uh, punches his hand with his with his fist. You hear cracking of, of knuckles and a grin cr crawls across his face. Time to clean up my messes. And we are going to roll for initiative, everyone. Initiative, yay! Can't wait to be initiative-ish. Oh shit! Wait, wrong thing. Sorry, I'm the wrong Where thing. Where is initiative? If there's one thing I don't have, by your armor class and health, it's initiative. It says initiative. There we go. I did the right one. Less than a small number. Oh, hey, look at that. Number normal. Yay! You not see my number? Hey. Got Wait, did my number not come through? Can I roll again? No, it did. I got a seven. It showed up. Uh, initiative plus two got a seven. Lucas got a ten. I'm sorry, Archie. I'm keeping my lizard awake. One sec. You got a nine. I'm gonna have to wait a long time to finger bang somebody. Um, I know Darshan's <laughs> rolls aren't coming through on roll twenty yet, but there, what did Darshan roll for initiative? Uh, let's see, initiative, initiative roll eighteen. Eighteen, amazing. All right. All right. So the arcane trickster in the back will roll. They're the most a little bit better than you as a higher dexterity score, so I'll make that a 9.5. It's um, battle time! The, th the, the big uh, brick here gets a dirty 20, even with his plus 2 to his initiative. It looks like he's going to be the, might be the first to act here. And the mid-tier guys here, they also got dirty 20. They actually have a better dex score than brick. So... Them at 20.5. So, uh, the first to act, um, it seems that she, in the back with the with the with the black from head to toe, she seems to be the most intelligent out of the group, some sort of leader, even though she doesn't appear to be the strongest whatsoever. She turns. Faces you, Lucas, uh, dressed up in your enclave gear. She draws her sword, points it at you. <laughs> You're gonna be my new favorite. And these guys will now charge with their scimitars um, at the crowd. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And this guy won't be able to make it, but he turns around. Um, he has a short bow, looks right at Lucas, and he's going to fire an arrow at you. Bastard. And then Lucas catches oh. it. <laughs> My you teeth. bring up your shield. The 13 doesn't hit, just tings off your shield on your left arm. You, you start, are startled for a second. You weren't... A, expect to be attacked out of the blue like this. Um, put, put your weapons down! Hmm. That won't be necessary. See, we were going to deal with you in other matters, but now that the Enclave's involved, <laughs> that's going to be a problem. Finish them all. No witnesses. Alright, the um, the two with scimitars are each going to take one attack against you, Eula. 
Okay. A nat one on the first hit, you swing down and I don't know, maybe he's super distracted with by your bare ears or have been staring at your chest, but he just <laughs> swings wide. <laughs> the other guy gets a 17 to hit. Ow. Assuming that hits. I don't know. Your armor, armor class. Sixty man. Yeah. So 1d6 plus uh, 2. Ooh, max damage. 8 points of slashing damage. Carves right through your beautifully fey-colored robes, and a gash uh, opens up on your upper left clavicle down to your left um, your left arm. Ah! It just immediately starts staining the fabrics red. No. Oh, no, don't hurt my new pet like that. Regard that. That was a thing. <laughs> so do I, I take eight damage? You take eight points of damage as now brick. No, don't be hitting that one. That one's mine. Um, but brick looks at the tiefling behind you. Oh, you're an exotic one. Yeah, bring it on, and lunchbox. He grabs the machetes that dangle like a Roman kilt around his waist. He has like four of them. He picks up two and just chucks them at you. He just takes a big step forward. Just, end over end over end over end. Yeah, I'm actually going to um, I'm going to react and, and quickly pop up a shield while this is happening. Good, because he rolled a 20 and a 21. Uh, what's your armor class after shield? Uh, it gives a plus five temporarily to your armor class. Eighteen, not enough. Ooh, eighteen. You bring up a you bring up a ward. Um, you can actually wait to cast shield until the numbers pop up, so you can kind of like metagame whether or not. Uh, let's take. I take it back. Here. I take it back. You go to bring up a ward. It does, you know, I'll just say it doesn't burn a spell slot. But you go to want to bring up a ward, and it just crashes through like tempered glass. And in one in each of your uh, upper armpits, two jagged, rusted machetes just enter your torso. Like no damage, though. That's good. Uh, no, you don't burn a spell slot, but you are going to take some damage. No, no, it's like you, you, this guy's a wimp. Oh, yeah, these guys, this guy's a wimp. So they each deal a d6, so it's 2d6 plus 8. Uh, 15 points of piercing damage as now he grabs, uh, at the end of his turn, he grabs two more machetes on his hips. Oh, yeah! <laughs> 15 damage? Yeah, that's a lot. This yeah, guy's the big hitter. Yeah, no shit. Uh... And that's his turn. That's all he can do. Okay. Darshan, you skirt around the corner. You see this big guy that's almost two feet taller than you, this Goliath with rusted weapons just adorning him. He has like a little collection going. He just like end over end throws rusted serrated machetes and they just into the chest of this tiefling that you just saw run by just a moment ago. Yeah, better him than me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Damn. Jack! <laughs> as I come around the corner, I want to grab my bow and uh, 
go for the guy uh, on the right of Hayes Walker. All right. Right next to the box. Yep. Go ahead, uh, roll the hit. And just you just kind of to just let me know what you uh, roll. 13. 13 just hits his armor class. He's just wearing leathers and, and, and cloths, so his armor class is only 12. Uh, go ahead and roll damage and proc sneak attack since he didn't expect this to happen. Okay, so do, I do damage and then sneak? Or? Yeah, so the sneak attack damage. I believe at third level it's 2d6 added onto your damage. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Because you technically have a quote-unquote ally within five feet of the enemy. So I'll do the piercing first. Is a four. And then with the sneak attack is a six. So four and a six. Yep, so ten damage. You twist the arrow a little bit. And when you let it fly out out of your bow, it does this curving motion uh, around... Uh, between Temerity and Eula and strikes this dude almost in the neck. It's almost enough to completely cripple him just in one shot, but just pierces his shoulder completely. Just His arm just snaps back with force. He goes, ah, fucking hell, that cunt! And he just snaps the arrow off, leaving the rest of it inside and just chucks the arrow, uh, chucks the back of the, the, the arrow in the fletching down to the ground. Yeah, just missed him. Just missed that neck. <sighs> oh, I know you. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be fun. Um, the man in the that you just shot in the shoulder points his scimitar at you now. Uh, Doshan, what uh, what would you like to do with the rest of your turn? Um. try to get behind this box okay to get some cover yep move behind the box right here right behind Mm-hmm. okay so you get a, a little bit bonus to your armor class I would call that a partial cover you get plus two to your AC while you're back there okay all right um, Lucas okay oh, go ahead, go ahead. you go okay cool uh, so Lucas is gonna, I'm I'm gonna go and try to jump off this like uh, bench to the left here, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna throw my javelin at the guy that's uh, behind this cool looking chick. Okay, just completely ignoring her, just the dude that wanted. I'm, to a, take I'm a gonna do that, <laughs> yeah, and then because I can do that and then try to hit her as well, or is that not gonna be possible? Uh, you are level three, which means you don't have two attacks yet. Okay. Um. Well, I'm already doing it, so let's do it. Javelin over her and kind of just make a statement. Um, I mean, actually, you know what? Yeah, what I'll do then is I'll uh, I'll attack her straight on. Then actually, let's do that. Okay, just just roll on up, and um, you have your. I'm gonna swing my uh, moon touch. Yep. Yep. So he, he draws the blade, and even Temerity can see like through some people since he's kind of like a little bit shorter than the big, big, big dude right here. You see Lucas come up on the other side of the alleyway, drawing a sword. Um, Darshan, you see this as uh, as well. So Temerity, you are familiar with the Enclave. 
you've been in this you've been in this town for a little bit you know being a wanderer being a traveler being a pursuer of knowledge um you are familiar with the enclave uh they're basically the police force basically of the aloran province anything that the that the kingdom has a loose touch on the aloran kingdom has a loose touch on and nearby cities and nearby towns they basically run the show Oh, great. Another Kool-Aid drinker. So go ahead and uh, give me an attack. I roll for a hit first, and then... Yes, you roll to to hit with your your plus modifiers next to your weapon. And then if you hit, you roll damage. That... Is that a crit? That's a crit, guy. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So, uh, again... The first crit of the first crit of the campaign. So uh, how we do crits is uh, I think I don't know if your damage showed up any different on your character sheet. Um, but you are one handing this, I believe. So you would get instead of a D8 plus five, you would get two D8 plus five. OK. Um, I've got yeah, I've just got the one D8 plus five. Yeah. So you would just. Yeah, you can click that. Uh, Yeah, you can do it twice. I'll just have to subtract five from the the next one because it'll automatically add the five twice. Oh, okay. One-handed, yeah, 11 plus six. So 17 damage on the crit. You bring down your moon touch sword. You strike across uh, across her torso. It makes her stagger back. She's going to use her reaction to uncanny dodge to have the damage taken. So she's only going to take eight. Ah, fighting spirit, that one. <laughs> you might as well surrender now. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, would you like to do anything else? Movement bonus action. Um. I think that that'll be it. That'll be it, what I do there. All right. So next up is her. Uh, has yet to be named. So what she is going to do is take a good look around um, and as a bonus action, she is going to disengage, which means she doesn't get it. Uh, you don't get an opportunity to attack swipe at her for her leaving your attack range. And she is going to move back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 35 move speed. She slides back. And she conjures some magic in her offhand. And it's a little blue spear that coalesces into an ice shard. And she's going to cast Ice Knife and throw it at you. You need, uh, Lucas, you also need to give me a dexterity saving throw. Perfect. So she throws this um, ice shard. That's a fail. Um, So on a failure, you're going to take an additional 2d6 cold damage. 
on top of the 1d10 piercing damage if she hits. If she misses, you just take the cold damage as the ice shard explodes in front of you. But if she does hit you, you take the piercing damage when the ice shard hits, and then it explodes while inside you. Uh, so she's going to roll to attack. <clears throat> Gets a modded 20. What is in your armor class is 18. So she just yeah. hits you. Um, so in between the splints of your armor, this, ah, this ice shard, it feels immediate permafrost to the touch. Um, you take five points of piercing damage and then she snaps her fingers and the ice uh, the ice shard bursts into cold energy and you take 11 points of cold damage on top of that. Ooh. So you take a total of 16. Oh boy. Oh, look at you. You must be fresh off the rack. This is about to be the shortest campaign ever. <laughs> and that's all that she can do. Um, Eula, it is now your turn. Oh! First of all, Rude hurting me. Second of all, I'm gonna cast Moonbeam on the big brute dude in front of me. All right. This guy calling you me. crack open the sky. The dimly lit alleyway is now pierced with this bright, radiant light. Wow. Um, he's going to have to make a con save. Um, I believe, yes, at the very start of his turn. And if, uh, yeah, yeah, at the very start of his turn. So okay. I'll just hold that 10 radiant damage for now. Uh, but also, can I move? You can move. Um, just note that if you do move without disengaging, these two guys on either side of you will get an attack of opportunity. Like You'll get one swipe. One uh, you disengage with an action. Uh, rogues can disengage as a bonus action. So you use your action to cast a spell. If you have any bonus, other bonus action stuff or movement, or if you want to just take the risk. Uh, I will take the risk. Okay. <laughs> I'm more Start... hacked up, man. All right. Um, go ahead and move. Uh, two swipes from these guys with scimitars. A 12 and a crit. Ah! <laughs> oh, a 12 does not hit, but... Um, 2d6 plus 2. 12 points of slashing damage from the guy down ah! here as, as he just thrusts into your back. Um, now no longer distracted. Oh no, Elf! Um, ah! Get back here! Um, it is now Temerity's turn. Uh, which, guy's, which guy's injured, by the way? Uh, I will put a marker on those that are injured. There we go. Can Lucas yell over to the group really quick, or...? Yeah, you can freely yell. Perfect. Guys, we're, we're really gonna have to work together here! Oh, yeah, says the guy in the tin can. Look! Put aside everything, we have to work together to finish this. No one works together with the Enclave! We know what you're about! Well, you don't have a lot of options right now. I don't care who we're working with. Can we just not die? Don't worry. The woman in the center just starts. 
Oh, this is why I love this city. All right, Temerity, it's your turn. All right, well, let me show you why I love this city. Um, so I am going to um, do something awesome. Yeah, do do something deadly. Do something dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Do so, something that's going to be a long-running meme of this so, campaign. So, so, do so something is, dangerous. So, so yeah, do something so, dangerous. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to open um, of Hexblade's Curse on the injured guy. I will feast on him. And you feel this cold presence leave you, and you feel finally at peace for just a moment. God, that's a weight off my shoulders. And then I raise my arm. I do gun fingers. And Eldritch Blast! Roll an attack. Yeah. You get one beam at level three. You get your second beam at five. Don't suck, don't suck, don't suck. 15 hits. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Roll damage and add your charisma to the damage. Agonizing blast. Um, 13 force damage. Uh, he, and yeah, he's you gonna add dissolve. Your proficiency or for your Hexblade's curse. To uh, it's plus roll. two, so it's 15 damage. 15 damage total. 15 force damage. All right, you uh, you kind of like let go of this weight of dread on your heart. And only you see the shadows begin to wreath around him, but it almost seems that he starts to get paranoid as his eyes start darting back and forth. And you bring out a finger gun, as a small entrance hole in the front, no larger than a quarter, but a large exit hole the size of a baseball of force damage. A beam just pierces through him. And he coughs up blood and he just... And the weight of dread just returns to you as life leaves his body, and he just falls backward, uh, and like then I gain collapsing s- into the barrels, and he just falls dead. And I'm going to gain seven health from the curse returning to me, right? Yes. I believe. Uh, what was it? Dark one's blessing. No, hexblade's curse. Uh, yes, hexblade's curse. Okay. Damn, that's good. Yep. And he is dead. He's sitting over here like, yup. And then what I'm going to do now is I'm going to... How many... How many Is is it five yards a square? Yeah, five feet a square. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to go over here. I'm I'm, I'm just going to move over here. Yeah, once per short rest as a bonus action, you can choose a creature. You save 30 feet. Um, You regain seven HP if it dies, plus two to damage. I'm just going to sit on these stairs. I'm just going to go over and sit down. You just go over and you sit down. Yeah. Um, all right, you're sitting. This other dude just looks at you like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? You want to find out too? Um, that, are you ending your turn? Yeah, yeah. My turn's ending, but I'm looking like no one wants to fucking mess with me after what just happened. <laughs> um, Why did he clean it up? He's going to roll an insight check. Just Me? He's like... No, you. no, this dude, okay. this this dude right here that just witnessed this dude just get ended immediately. Um, <laughs> um, he's like, this guy's a fucking freak. <laughs> That's what she Don't said. worry about him. He's a different kind. Get the little ones. And he will run up 
and get real close. Look at you, Darshan. Give a little grimace across his face. Oh. <laughs> Move, wench, and just shoves Eula a little bit as he's going to attempt to drive the scimitar into you, Darshan. You're kind of like oh. halfway behind the box a little bit. Um, so you, you still get the bonuses of the plus two AC as he can't get any closer without trying to step through Eula Square, but mm. he rolls an eight. You bring it forward, you bring up your dagger and just uh, or bring up your bow and kind of just parry the blade across. <sighs> to not think I would ever see that armor clad again. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, how such a grand guild has fallen from grace. Um, this guy will drop his bow, pull out his own scimitar, and get right up and close and personal to Lucas. And rolls a 15. You bring up, uh, again, you bring up your shield. Ting! Deflect. Um, a loud ringing, and the, and the vibration just shoots up his arm as the, as the recoil kind of just throws his shoulder back. You are all so useless. Um, Brick, take care of it. Hold it. This hurts a lot. Uh, he's going to make a constitution saving throw. He's a plus four to con saves against the 10 radiant damage from Moonbeam. He fails. He takes 10 radiant damage. Heck yeah. Let's go. Um, oh. So on subsequent bonus actions on your turn, Eula, by the way, you can move that Moonbeam 20 feet in any direction. For as long as that spells keeps going for the next minute, so ah. so even if someone leaves your moonbeam, you can just you know move it back or move it to another target. Um, so he looks right at Temerity. You're a cocky one, aren't you? <laughs> and goes right up to Temerity and will use his first attack to grapple you to try to pull you up on your feet. Uh, roll an athletics check or an acrobatics check to resist the grapple. Nope. Nine. He gets a 19. He pulls you up on your feet. Why don't you stand and fall like a man, little horned one? Can I, yeah. kick, can I kick him in the nuts? Um... <laughs> It's a little free action. Like, go ahead. You just try to kick. It's just nothing but just steel, and you're just like, "Are you wearing a cod piece?" Yeah. Oh my god, he's a unit. Middle does, and he's gonna use his second attack to try to plunge his rusted machete into your abdomen. Shield. You are now con- you are now technically grappled. Well, we'll just wait. Let's see if it hits. <laughs> it's gonna- All right, uh, you are now technically grappled. Let me put icons on you. So, while grappled, until you escape from the grapple, your speed is zero. You can't move. Um. And here comes the oh, rusted machete. You don't even need the shield. You kind of just as you. you you kicking his nuts kind of like stumbles his arm for a bit. Stop squirming, you little fuck. Eh, what's the matter? Tiefling got your tongue. I'll cut yours out. And he just shows his rusted, serrated, blood-stained machete. Hope you don't mind a little tennis. 
and Deshaun, is now your turn. Well, with the bow in one hand, I want to pull out the dagger and uh, try to attack this guy that's right next to, between me and uh, Hayes Walker. Okay. Roll the hit. Yep. Which is a 12? Uh, 12 just hits. That's his armor class is 12. Okay, so the piercing. Uh, plus 2d6 sneak attack because you lose right there. So the damage was a 5 and then the sneak attack damage was a 8. So 8 plus 5, 8. 13. 13 points of damage. Um, he's going to use his reaction to uncanny dodge to have it down to 6. But that's his reaction, which means you he has no attack of opportunity if people want to flee from him. On your turn. <laughs> so, Deshaun, you, you stab him uh, in the clavicle. Uh, you have a bonus action in movement yet. Um, I'm actually, I, I want to stay where I'm at. Okay. Um, you pull the dagger out of his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All of Smoke Trick's friends are going to burn. They're all going to burn. This is all neighborhood. Go back to old Holland. And um, now it is Lucas's turn. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Searing Smite to start. Your blade immediately erupts into flames as a bonus action. All right, I'm going to put a little concentration thingy on you. You're concentrating on a spell. Oh, I got to do that with Eula as well. There you go. And so while I'm concentrating, I can move, yeah, or no? Yeah, you're constant. Yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only stipulation with concentration is uh, your concentration can be broken with enough damage, uh, or if you get, you know, knocked out or incapacitated or put to sleep, whatever, or uh, you cast a different concentration spell. Okay. Uh, and then I, I can't move far enough to get to this chick in the middle, huh? To be able to hit. Not. Um, not without dashing, uh, which would take your action. Um, but this dude will probably get a swipe on you on the way if you just run yeah, right yeah. past him. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack this guy right in front of me then. All right, roll the hit. I'll make sure to add the um, twelve. Twelve is his. Yeah, that's his armor class. Cool. Um, meets it, beats it. Um, so roll damage, and I'll add four fire damage to it. One-handed, 12, so 16. All right, so he's going to use his reaction um, to try to dodge half that damage. Um, so 16 dropped down to 8, and I believe, what does Searing Smite do? Yes, and he is caught on fire? Or yeah, does he have to it gives him his fire damage. Um, yes, okay, so... Yeah. Ah, that guy is hot! Searing Smite, um... Yeah, and the target ignites in flames. At the start of each of his turn afterwards, for as long as you're you're concentrating on the spell, the target has to make a constitution saving throw at the start of each of his turns. On a failed save, they continue to take a d6 of fire damage on every subsequent turn. All right, so I will put an orange marker on him. He's lightly wounded, and I'll also put that to show that he's on fire. And uh, as I do that... um... I'm gonna get, I'm gonna move over to like here to kind of hide from 
trying to try to hide from what's going to happen from crazy chick. All right, you put yourself behind cover from her. Um, since this guy used his reaction, he doesn't get an opportunity to attack against you, but he sees you kind of like go around the corner. Oh, don't you walk away from me now. His armor is smoldering and his skin is starting to take a little bit of pinky first degree burn damage. Um. <sighs> oh, hit them once and they turn into cowards. <laughs> Oh, and she turns her head at the sound of Smoke Trick's men. Smoke. (laughs) She turns and looks at Darshan. Um, Actually, she doesn't really, like, move that much. She kind of just stays there. Um, And then looks. Bricks got Temerity up against a wall. Uh, one hand on a machete, the other hand on a collar on his clothes. It's kind of hot, like, by lifting the way. temerity like two inches up off the three or inches above off the ground. Even though you're sitting at a higher step, I you're now the same height as him. I kind of like steps it. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Brick, you got this, don't you, dearie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to leave that one alone. She is going to just run through. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Um, Leave that boy alive. You, girl, you're in my way. And she's going to pull out a serrated dagger, and she is going to cast a cantrip called uh, Booming Blade. As part of uh, this cantrip, you make one melee attack against a target. There's thunderous energy that in... in Develops the blade. Um, lightning begins to crackle. She's gonna make a strike against you. Ooh, twenty to hit. Oh. Oh. Me? I got four health. What's your armor four class? Four health. I got four health. What's your armor class? Yes, four health. Hold on. What's your uh, armor class? Ar- Ar- uh, you can't shield somebody else. I can't. Motherfucker. No, only on yourself. Okay. Um, oh. So. Take the, Take the hit. Take the hit for it, Lead in. Uh, a dagger plunges into Eula's shoulder, and Darshan, right in front of you, you see not die because you know there's there's saving throws for that kind of stuff. Um, you just fall unconscious, um, as if they rolled the minimum amount of damage for a dagger, it would be four damage. So even if they rolled minimum minimum damage, a d4 plus uh, a d4 plus three, um, they would knock you out. So right now, the moonbeam fizzles out. You see Eula, the light start to like leave as her eyes roll in the back of her head. All of you see, she just hits the ground, unconscious. I'm very interested in this one. As she pulls her mask down and you see scarring from once uh, from the side of her like cheekbone on their left side the, to meet with the corner of her um, black lips she licks the blood off the dagger don't try to be a hero none of his men were good at saving anything Eula roll me a d20 Okay. This is a death saving throw. 
how death saving throws work is you have to succeed on three before you fail at three. If you roll over a 10, it's a success. If you roll a 10 or lower, it's a fail. If you roll a nat 20, you bounce back up at one HP and you have your turn. You just roll roll a nat one, it's two fails. Just roll 1d20. Just, How do I do just a roll? Uh, in, the, in the roll 20 chat, it's slash roll 1d20. Like that. Oh, okay. I don't know 14, why. that's one success. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't suck. Don't suck. Now. Don't suck. That's one success. So um, on your character sheet, where it shows your little unconscious face on your health, um, uh, if you took away the last four of your health, you would see yeah. a little um, unconscious a guy and failure and success. If you click on that, you can click on the three boxes on the on the right of that that says successes, and it'll put a green X in there. Yeah, get him. Uh, so here's the thing: you only roll one per turn. Oh, so right now oh. you got one success, and that's your turn. Yeah, but we're saving that you, one for later. That's a good roll. If someone <laughs> wants to use an action to do a medicine check, no. it'll instantly stabilize you. No. Or if you receive any healing <laughs> no. at all, you'll instantly come back into consciousness. No. Um. So temerity, you are grappled by brick. Yeah. Um, this this sissy. All right. This, um, this, 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 yeah. So this lady hit the ground. Um. A. This is this is mildly unfortunate. Um, I'm going to cast suggestion mm-hmm. on the brute in front of me. Okay. Um, as part of the verbal components for a suggestion, what I, are you trying to I got have you. suggest? I got you. So, uh, oh, he has big no guy. Listen, okay. you that that girl with the magic over there. You know. She bosses you around, but it looks like you should be the one in charge. Why don't you go show her who's really the boss? Um, I love it. So, <laughs> suggestion is very difficult to uh, to. Let me see. Let me, let me yeah, but he's dumb. He is dumb. Suggestion: creatures that can't be turned. It's a fourteen. It's a fourteen wisdom DC. Can I suggest something to suggest? Or no. am I... <laughs> no, I want him to go throttle the bitch who just killed you. So this is good. Um, right. You can't suggest something that will immediately put him in danger, but you can suggest maybe to have him stop listening to her orders as he believes he should be the one in charge. Um, no. Okay, hold on. This is This is where we actually have to discuss the skill a little bit, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is where DM's discretion usually comes in for stuff like like the suggestion. Um, the suggestion must be worded in such a so manner. So I can't do it in a way where he's not harming himself directly, which I'm not doing. I'm saying, hey, why don't you go show her who's boss? Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? We'll like, yeah, yeah, okay, you know what? I'm. Uh, I'll and I have a very good middle ground for this. Yeah, we what just lost. All right, he'll roll a wisdom save. He has a minus one to his wisdom saves. He gets a six. <laughs> Idiot. You, you see his eyes per- flash over purple. Yeah, I like you, you friend. I am the boss, right? That's right. You're the boss. Go show her. Yeah. 
I wanna kill the smokes guy. What do I gotta deal with this magic dude? Why don't you deal with him? And that is your, you feel that there's now gonna be a conflict of interest. Is he not gonna let me go now over this? Um, Does he, he not drop me? Go. He, un, he ungrapples you for this. Okay, can I move then? You can move, you can move now. Cause that's a good disengage. So I'm gonna go over here. One, two, three. At least for this round, he won't attack you on your way. Yeah, out. I'm gonna sit on this box now. I'm gonna go sit here. Ugh. And my turn's over. Why are you get all the fun ones, kid? Oh, let's try it or something. Come on. He he now he wants to kind of argue with his quote unquote boss, saying, "Why you get all the fun ones? I want this." I want one of Smoke's men. Why don't you get to do it? Just do what I say. Stop being such an idiot. Don't, don't call me that. Oh my God! You called you an idiot. Are you gonna take that? Um. Now it is the uh, other dude's other dude's turn. He's gonna have to make a con save because he's on fire. Got him. Um, Got him. He rolled a two. <laughs> he takes one more point of fire damage. He's on fire. Still. Um, Go. He has to use an action to put himself out. That's, I believe that's... Um, the creature uses an action to put out the flames. Or a creature within five feet of the target uses their action to put out the flames. Um, so yeah, he's basically going to use his turn. He failed his con save, so he took a little bit more fire damage. And he's going to use his action to pat himself out. That basically wastes that dude's turn. Um, and he's going to use his movement as he grabs, he re-grabs the scimitar off the ground, and now he's going to go right up to you. <sighs> Stop <sighs> running away from me. And he'll end his turn there. Um, this dude will now put a foot on Eula's body and, um, and a rapier pointed up at, not a rapier, a scimitar pointed up at Darshan. Leave him alive. Leave him alive. That's loose ends. We don't want loose ends. And, um, he is going to then point the scimitar down at Eula. How about you just have a chat with our boss, then? Well, things don't have to get bloodier than they already are. Looks dead cold right at you, Dashaun. Even though he's wounded himself a little bit, he's got some cuts and bruises um, as well, since, he, yeah, yeah, he's injured. Mark is injured. So what's it going to be? How do you want this to go down? Well, you want me, you don't want her. Come on. Then drop your weapons. I'm sure the boss will have a fun time torturing all of the information out of you. I don't think I can drop my weapon. And he's going to turn. He's going to put the blade closer to Eula. 
and he's gonna spin it around and with the pommel of the scimitar bash you upside of the head with an improvised weapon to try to knock you out. So he's gonna roll the hit. It's a 15 hit. Does that hit? Uh, the armor class is 14. So, yeah, it would. So with an improvised weapon, it's only a 1d4 bludgeoning damage plus his strength, which is a plus one. So you take three points of bludgeoning damage to the side of the temple and the migraine's back. Thanks a lot, Whiskey, for nothing. And blood starts to trickle down the side of your face. Oh, now you're the one making demands. That's cute. Um, and that's the thug's turn. This guy comes up. Hey, come on, come on, let me talk to him too. Smug betrayed the rest of us. He's a defector. He has good, you know, good work with us or something. Get your hands off of me. And first suggestion, he's basically just wasting his entire turn arguing. And um, <laughs> that's basically it. He's wasting his entire turn just arguing. It is now... Um, this should accomplished, right by the way. Yeah, I'll yes. Uh, Darshan, it is now your turn. So I'm going to recover from the hit, looking a little dazed, and then take another swipe with the dagger. All right, rolled hit. Um, since an ally is incapacitated, this does not proc sneak attack. Okay. So damage is, or the hit is seven. Unfortunate. Um, he brings out his elbow and just elbows your arm and your arm kind of with the dagger kind of flings back into the box and you stab the box accidentally and you pull it out of the box. Oh, come on. I'm sure you've abandoned all your sense of honor. Why must you be so persistent? Um, hey. You. Yeah. No, go ahead. I uh, says, you of all people, I'm sure. What was your name again? What? It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> um, Darian. Darian. Donovan. Ah, uh, God. You were Smoke's favorite. It's a shame his guild is now burned to the ground. Why do you still wear that armor? What hope is there to bring with your peasant guild? Guess we'll have to see at the end of this fight. Hmm. Lucas. Well, hey, before before my turn's over, oh, yeah. can I uh, can I jump over these boxes to where this uh, guy's at over here? Uh, yeah, you can bonus action disengage, climb over. These are only like chest high boxes. Right over here where he's at. I see hide in the bodies. <laughs> there we go. He lays under the body. You land on the corpse, <laughs> and what you uh, what you see is that you just um, you grab the scimitar that he was carrying. So if you want, you can add a scimitar to your inventory and start okay. using that. So it's inventory, manage inventory, and you can type. Um, Actually, scimitar. Yeah. 
All right, Lucas. The guy patted himself out. Your searing smite ends. Um, spell ends. Uh, but he's he's pretty wounded up. He has a scimitar in one hand. There's not much else on him. Oh, um, there's only one of you. I think uh, I think I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do searing smite again. All right, you reignite your blade again, and you go in for a uh, you go in for a for a slash. Oof. Eight unfortunately misses, but your uh, blade is still ignited. He backs up. Oh, come on, the same old tricks again. Ah. <laughs> uh. Figured your enclave weren't that smart. Can I try to to move past him as well? You can try to, uh, you know, you can you can circumvent him. Yeah, but, I mean, if you leave yeah. his melee range, he'll try to swipe at you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to leave. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think. You know what? Um. I won't leave his melee range, but I'm going to try to circle around him and like go to here. Is that cool? Yeah, you dance around him and he, he yeah. spins around. Yeah, sure. I'm playing ring around the rosy, are we? Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Just like Smoke Trick, they all end up running from us eventually. Brick, stop arguing with me. Finish the job. Or it'll be your head next. Uh, how long does suggestion last? Oh, a while. Um, she actually has, has to take damage to uh, to break it. It is. Uh, yeah, but otherwise it lasts eight hours. Up to eight hours. Yeah. So yeah. Like, so oh you. Uh, let she me could put do a damage to him if she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, which that might be her turn. Yeah. Don't. Play dumb and also be dumb at the same time. And she is basically gonna just walk right past him. Darius, deal with the body. And she'll just walk right past him. Uh, and you. I'm sitting here eating an apple. Are you enjoying the show? <laughs> and she she turns the dagger onto Darshan. I like a twisted nihilist. I do. And she is going to take um, a swipe with her dagger at Darshan. Uh, 15 to hit. I don't know what Darshan's. Uh, it's 14. The armor class is 14, yeah. So she's going to take like a d4. Of damage. Indeed on. Plus two. You take five points of piercing damage as Oof. a serrated dagger drags across. It actually goes right for the brooch that kind of like hold, like clasped and holds your guild's cape together as it just falls to the ground. There you go. A soldier must debadge themselves when their army has surrendered. You look much better like that. And that will end her turn. Eula, give me your second death saving throw. There's a straight d20. 
That's a second success. On a third su success, you are now stabilized but unconscious. So you're not going to die once you become stable unless you take some more damage again. Woo. All right. Temerity. Woo. Well, Sitting yeah. up on a box, the e eating thug to your right, Brick, is very confused. Um, I'm eating an apple right not, now. Hold you're on. eating an apple. What would you like to do on your turn? So I'm going to I'm gonna lean back a little bit further. I'm... Uh, I'm kind of surveying the scene and, and well, enjoying the show, right? Um, mm -hmm. I do see the guy hanging over Lua. I really don't, I really kind of want to just like get her freed up a little bit because I know the the dumb dude is still going to argue. Yeah. So but, gonna, he, but this dude was ordered to just take care of the body. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like going to turn his blade gonna, to her. I'm going to lean back. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to handle some noise here. I'm going to lean back. I'm looking at him because he's a, he's a, he's a, a bad dude, right? take my finger blaster I'm gonna just sign it up between my eyes and I'm gonna Eldritch Blast roll the hit oh shit 25 to hit that hits roll damage shit that's that's a lot Oh man, fourteen. That's max. Um, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. How do you how do you want to kill this guy? This guy was already wounded. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting, right? He's he's leaning over the body, kind of like kind of like look like he down. was about to just stab her in the neck and just finish. No, like, the job. Yeah, like he's leaning over, like he's like he's like almost like rummaging through her things too, like so leaning from like the waist mm -hmm. down, um, mm -hmm. almost going down to one knee with his with his butt facing me. I mm -hmm. um I take my finger blaster and I sight it right in and I shoot a laser right through his cheeks and it goes right through his abdomen and out his face on the other side. Oh God. You you uh Ew. you kebab him with your Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah, I do. The force damage doesn't pierce him all the way as it does dissipate through the body. His body begins to rapidly swell um, with magic and it actually, all it does is just immediately causes his eyes to pop uh, like to burst in his in his sockets and blood to start running out of his nose ears and mouth and he collapses and falls forward onto onto Alua right on yes. there. yeah, right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On. <laughs> another this a dead body just yep a dead body right on top of her perfect perfect oh you what you you oh, and and brick just grabs at the sides of his head as even though he was influenced by suggestion, when someone causes damages to some of his allies, he might snap out of it. And he's just, you. Is he going to roll for it or does he just do it? Um, uh, he will re-roll on his turn. Okay. I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know how it works. 17. He rolled a 17. Oh, he gets there. Though. Does he snap out of it? I think he does. What you, but you. Oh, he angry. Um, now he angry. Yeah, but it's super not his angry. Turn yet. You feel this. That you feel the compulsion magic start to sever in your head, and you're like, uh oh, alarm bells. Yeah. Um. It's still my turn, right? Yes, it is still your turn. You, uh, all you did was I'm just gonna, your I'm, I'm probably going to just back up to uh, this box over here. <laughs> I'm going to sit over here on this box. Uh, then it's this guy. It's the last little mid-grade thug. Uh, he's going to 
Take a swipe with a scimitar. No, oh, gets no. a 21 actually hits you this time. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I really. Oh god. Um, six points of slashing damage. Come on, Enclave, you can take him. <sighs> he kind of like dances around you and sees Temerity blast this dude in the back and explode his eyeballs. <sighs> Boss, what the hell? Damn it. Fucking deal with you later. And he sidesteps, sees Temerity. Um, as his bonus action, he's going to make an offhand uh, dagger attack because two weapon fighting you can make two light attacks as part of the action as long as is he throwing fight. it or swinging it he's throwing a dagger you are behind cover you do have plus five to your armor class but he's gonna like angrily throw a dagger from his hip as his bonus action um, doesn't add his dex modifier if it does hit you so it's just a straight d4 if it does hit you um, 17. I have, with, with the hit. plus 5, I have 18. With your, with your cover bonus, yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those, like, a movie sequence scenes where the box right next to the side of your face is the dagger just... So I'm, I'm gonna... Like five I'm gonna, inches from your face. I'm gonna pull the dagger out, and I'm gonna start using it to peel the rest of the skin off my apple. And then I'm eating. This Bastard. Mm, you... You hurt, Brick friend. Brick not listen to you no more! And he is going to charge. Uh, <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Takes his rusted... Uh, he has his last, the last two uh, rusted machetes. You also pulled the rusted machetes out of your torso, and they're on the ground, like, over here. Um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to throw his other two at you. <laughs> not very good at holding on to the I'm going to cast shield. All right. So you bring your armor class up to 19. Right? Boom. Shield. Shield All time, right. baby. So uh, plus five to your 13. 18, your armor 18. class is now 18. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he throws his second one. Eight. So you bring up your ward, your shield. It goes ting, ting. It just starts clattering to the cobbled alleyways in front of you. And now all he has is his bruised, bloodied, knuckles and he cracks his knuckles and that's going to be his turn so he's just gonna start fucking decking you in the mouth once he gets up to I, you. I probably deserve it so it's okay um darshan the lady in front of you with a crackling dagger serrated dagger plays with it in her hand last chance all these other people, and even an enclave nonetheless, coming to your little rescue party. <laughs> so she's playing with a dagger? She's still wielding it. She's ready to, like, stab at you again. Well, it's like I, a I'm gonna pick up. I want to pick up the guy, a scimitar, mm -hmm. and then try to strike her. All right. Let's see. You have a uh, yeah. You have a scimitar in your inventory, so it's a, you have a plus. Yeah, it. it deals a little bit more damage. Sorry, how much? Eighteen. Eighteen, 18 uh, does for, hit. For hit. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen does hit. Yeah. Roll uh, roll roll damage. Four. 
four points of damage. Oh. Mm. Like right, uh, right in her tit. And you withdraw the rusted scimitar. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold Excuse on. Me? Right in her breast, okay? Yep. Like, like this um, is 2022. Right in the front pillows, um, you plunge a scimitar right in her chest and withdraw it. <sighs> oh, you. You will realize your mistakes. And there is a tattoo that glows and she's not using her reaction to have the damage she's using her reaction her eyes glow fiery red as an infernal sigil on her left exposed shoulder ignites up in fire as a hellish rebuke flame erupts from beneath your feet give me a dexterity saving throw 30 30 saving throw. It's on 22. The left 22, you succeed. Oh, you're going to take half on, damage. Hold on. You said saving throw on the left hand? Uh, hold on one second. My bad. Yeah, well, I mean, if you already rolled, let me see. Uh, what's it's the 19. bonus to saves versus dexterity checks? It's a 19. It's still yeah. a save. Oh, it's a 19. Yeah. Still a save. Still a save. Yeah. So you're going to take half. Okay. You're going to take half of 2d10 fire damage. Eight, drop down to four. This hellish fire erupts from beneath your feet and it gives you a flashback memory like of this rival guild that erad eradicated almost all of Smoke Trick's guild. The dark armor, the infernal tattoos, it starts to all come together. Even though you've never seen this guild like hire just any old rough and tumble mercs from every town they travel to, this would be um, a decently, decently ranked member of Infernus, um, a roguish, uh, a roguish guild, or like a, a rogue guild of devil worshippers, gets their arcane powers strictly from making packed, packed devil deals. And the flames reminisce you of years, years, almost past. two years past, two to three years past when the guild. Smoke skilled just burnt down to the ground because of the furnace. And you have a bonus action and some movement left if you'd like to use it. Um, no, I'm, I'm actually good where I'm at. All right. Lucas, a very wounded, was once on fire man, is dealing with you. Best of yeah. his ability. Uh, I'm going to start off by casting Hunter's Mark. Mm -hmm. On him. All right. Yep. And then, um, yeah, then just attacking. You magically mark him. Your eyes glow this radiant, uh, this radiant light. Um, and you swing down, and it does hit him uh, with. Uh, Hunter's Mark, you deal an extra d6 of damage. So go ahead and get me a uh, 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 5. Or I'll just roll the d6 if you want to just roll weapon damage. Ooh, 13 damage? Holy uh, shit. D6 as well, three said? Yes. Uh, yeah, 1d6. Plus two more. That's 15. That is enough. That is enough to end him. How do you want to do it? I grab him, 
put him against the wall, stab the sword <laughs> into his chest. <laughs> and curse you, Enclave. I curse you, pathetic god. And he spits some blood on your face. At that moment, I, I, you know, almost make a comma in the chest. And finish him off. He can't inhale as both of his lungs are collapsed and he just falls to the ground with anger in his eyes and an open agape mouth. And then I, I wipe the blood from my uh, my face, and then I, I look towards uh, the next enemies, basically. Do you want to use your movement? Um, yeah, I do, actually. Um, okay. Just move as far as I possibly can. So 30, right? Yep. Cool. We'll get to about there. Perfect. Boom. Uh, temerity, from around the corner, you see Lucas. You don't know his name yet. You see this enclave. Just impale this dude. You hear the tip of this long sword that he has hit the wall behind the, the corpse, and he just carves a comma. His eyes, as he's still concentrating on a spell, um, is just piercing radiant light. There's no irises, no pupils. It's just yellow glow in his eyes, and he just walks with a different sense of confidence that you saw him just a minute ago. Huh. An enclave who's actually worth a damn. This is getting interesting. All right. And the lady sees an enclave approaching with radiant light uh, emanating from him. And um, <laughs> foolishness. We'll meet each other again soon. Now that we know where you are, you won't live in the city for long. And she is going to cast invisibility on herself. And you hear footsteps leaving you. If you want to make an opportunity to attack, a, attack to swipe against her, it would be at disadvantage, but you can make an opportunity attack, Darshan. I do. All right, roll at disadvantage. So you roll twice to hit and take the lower one. Okay, so does it matter which weapon I use or no? Mm, the whatever weapon you're weapon wielding preference. at the moment. So either a dagger in one hand or a scimitar in the other. Just scimitar. Okay, so you can right-click your plus three and then change it to disadvantage and click roll. Okay. So it says... 312 plus 3 equals 6. Yep, so, it, so you roll the 3 and a 12, but it sits at disadvantage because they're invisible. It takes the 3 and then adds the 3 to make it a 6. So a 6 to hit does not hit. You swipe against air. There's a chuckle of laughter. And then there's the sound of clattering heels against cobblestone um, leaving the area. Um, and a bonus action dash. And just in a flash, she's gone. You can tell based on the sounds, they left that way. Probably towards uh, town center, but they're invisible. You're not really sure where they're going to end up. That's her turn. Um, Here, Eula, I go again. Here we go. <laughs> Give me one more. 
a third death saving throw. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's one more. All right. Yeah! You have three successes. You are now stable. So you're yeah. no longer dying. You're no longer dying, but you are unconscious. Looks like the so squirrel's not going to be roadkill after all. Uh, so if you receive any kind of healing at all, uh, you come into consciousness immediately. All good. All right. So, temerity. <laughs> all that's left is just Brick. This big, big fuck-off brawler dude that's now just super pissed at the world and at everything and, and just ready to just punch. All right, listen, you big dumb animal. There are two things in this world you need to remember. One? Eh. My name is fucking Temerity. And two, these fingers will be the last thing you see. Elder's Blast. Roll the hit. So boring with my Elder's Blast. <laughs> there we go. Eh. Oh shit. Same move over and enough, over. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 14 is just enough to hit him. 14 is his armor class. Okay, perfect. He is beefy. He has a uh, plus one dex and a plus three con. Oh shit, that's not good. Six force damage, you just... <clears throat> he's going to use his reaction. He's going to see if he can endure it. Goliath have this thing called Stone's Endurance, where he can resist a d12 of damage as a reaction only a few times per day. He just shrugs all of it off. <laughs> Temerity. You're gonna die. Listen, big guy, we're all gonna die. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go to these stairs and sit on them. Back here. Alright. Oh. Yeah. Just go it? over to this corner and then just lean up against the wall. Yeah, I'm just gonna casually lean. Well, where are you going? <laughs> Out of my way! And he is gonna run right up to you, Lucas, and he's gonna start punching at you. What the fuck? You're, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> don't worry, Enclave, you got it! He's a tavern brawler, so all of his punches do a d4 of damage. Um, so he's going to make two punch attacks. 1d20 plus. A 7 and a 23. I'm assuming the 7 doesn't hit. A 23 does. 1d4 plus his strength, which is he's strong. What the fuck? Max damage on a punch. He just clocks you in the face. You hear a snap of your jaw as your jaw is immediately dislocated as you take seven points of bludgeoning damage. Get down! Get out of my way! Uh, it's now Darshan's turn. Um, two HP, by the way. Yeah, two HP to dream. <laughs> Darshan, you see, also looted with this corpse. He sees that he also has a coin purse and a strange red liquid um, on his belt loop in a vial. Mm. Coin purse. Can I look to the coin purse? And... Actually, um, you, you could just pick, pick that stuff up as a free action. You just pick it you up? Take it, okay. Yeah, you'd have to investigate it later when you have a moment to think. Yeah, yeah. You, you just man, grab the red punch over here, bro. I mean, you can't. You don't have a moment. Okay? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. 
really want to reach for these crosses and the ambulance on my chest and say a quick prayer for this arrow to hit. Because I need a God of convenience right now. Um. Nylia, goddess of the hunt. <laughs> Somebody, whichever one's gonna let it hit. I don't care who it is, but please let it hit. All right, you pull the bow please off your shoulder. You knock an arrow. The dude's back is to you. Um, twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Roll damage plus sneak attack. Since he already used his reaction to shrug off damage, he can't shrug off damage again. He's going to take all of it. So the damage, the damage is six, and the sneak attack damage is two, so eight. Eight points of damage. Um, he is now looking heavily wounded. I'll put a red marker on him. Um, right in the right in the back, in uh, between the the spine and the meat of the shoulder, in the, in the little fatty area, he was we- like winding his fist up to clock. Lucas again, and he gets. Oh, oh that's right. You. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun killing you. She might want you alive, but I don't care. <laughs> uh, you have, um, you have picked up a potion. It seems to be a potion of healing as well as his coin purse. Okay. You feel like as a quick bonus action, you might be able to dump it down you as throw into consciousness. Talk about spoon feeding it to him. I mean, hey, to be honest, I was going to keep it for myself. (laughs) You gave the fucking potion to the wrong goddamn person. I heard you hinting towards it being a fucking potion. I'm like, he's not going to use it on me. Yeah, I don't know. He's been around the block. He would know what this question does, but it's up to him what he wants to do with it. But, uh, yeah. Is there anything else for you? No, I do want uh, I do the opposite of what y'all said. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to keep my healing potion, okay? All right. Fuck her. <laughs> I'll remember that. Lucas, uh, you won't remember it. You're unconscious. Oh, I know um, I won't, but fuck, man. You'll wake up at Pillbox and not have to remember anything. DMS didn't come get you and you were dumped in the river. All right, so. I'm, I'm camping outside Pillbox, though, that's for sure. Wait, go ahead. Uh, Lucas, it is your turn. This heavily wounded barbarian of a man, brute of a man, just clocked you and dislocated your jaw. So I don't have any more uh, spells, right? Well, you do have Hunter's Mark, which is concentration. It's still going, right? Okay, cool. So as a bonus action, you can move your Hunter's Mark from a target that recently died to a new target on subsequent bonus action. So you Perfect. can mark him now. I'm going to I'm I'm gonna reset my jaw a little bit. At you least get it to a place where, uh, you know, I feel more right. At this man. Yeah, and then I'm going to I'm gonna get that Hunter's Mark on this mother trucker. Then uh, I, I'm going to get up because I, I, I obviously got hit and I'm kind of like, you One staggered. Down. Yeah, staggered yeah. for sure. And then I look up. You shouldn't have done that. That's and then I hit. <laughs> shouldn't have done that. And I rolled a hit. Oh! That's a crit, baby! <laughs> Let's go! That's a crit, baby! All right. So here's what's going to happen. Um, in the little chat box, type. 
Uh, slash roll. 2d8. Plus, the little plus sign. 2d6 for doubling Hunter's Mark. Plus five. Oh my god, okay. That's Ready. doubling oh, your did. damage on the, on the yeah, weapon yeah, and doubling your Hunter's Mark die. And roll. Oh, you love to see it! And that's... He only had 33 health. So, how do you want to kill him? So, I'm still kind of leaning down. I, you know, I say, should have done that. And then uh, the sword comes, like, flying up. And then it's almost, like, surprising to everybody that this guy goes down this easy. But it just full chop of his head. And his head just, like, falls. You lop his head off. Yeah. Look as if you're gonna... And from his perspective, just everything is turning sideways and his head begins to spin and then he looks at his own body as his head falls to the ground. You And he falls dead. And two seconds later, his body crashes into you and falls to the ground. Thanks, Donald. And you guys, and the first thing that you can think of in your moment of clarity as the radiant, searing radiance of anger leaves your eyes, your paladin lay on hands. You see the unconscious girl in the back of the uh, back on the other end of the alley, and your first instinct is to run and heal. Yeah, but her clothing's but, not ripped, right? In any way? Oh, it's been ripped and torn up a bit. I'm, I'm just trying to get out of here. Turbo version. No. <laughs> oh, You're back in the abdomen. That's fine. He's trying to say he can't uh, touch her. He's gonna have to roll Constitution yeah. save. <laughs> Surely. Wait. So I. So I, I'm. I'm going all the way over here. Boom. Is that okay? That's good for me to take that move, or is okay. that? So you guys are in, just in this moment. Yeah. Are just got out of initiative. Um. Let me get some other. Uh, all right. While he's doing that, I'm going to start rummaging through pockets, by the way. You. You're just. Yeah, I was going to say. You're the kind of person in a video game that steals all the loot. 100%. I need you. I need you. I'm trying to look through this little. He, he's doing the same whatever, thing. Bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. both terrible. No, we're creatures of opportunity. Like, Literally dying exactly. over here. What am, I, what, am, am I rolling investigation? Like what do I roll to go through this guy's pockets? My healing potion. <laughs> you guys uh, are so bad. Yeah. Boom. I'm about, so, to find, I'm about to find some shit. Oh, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to... Oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. There mm, we go. That's good. Okay. So, uh, 21 for investigation. I'll get that in a minute. Um, Darshan, you uh, count out 20 gold pieces in this coin purse. Okay. Um, as well as a potion of healing to add to your inventory when you are able. By the way, Lucas, when uh, G comes up, if you don't say milady, I'm leaving. Okay, so Lucas, you have uh, a lay on hands pool of 15. It's under your features and traits. You have a number of hit points in your healing pool equal to five times your paladin level, which will make it 15. You can use as much or as little as you'd like. 
um, yeah, and it takes an action to do that. Okay, so I've I've only got two hit points right now. Yeah, but you have myself. fifteen in your healing pool. Okay, cool. Uh, so you I can decide how much to use for me and how much to use for her, kind of thing. Egg. Yep. Okay, cool. So I'll I'll go. Uh, I'll try to go about like half and half. Um. Eight and so, seven. Yeah, so I'll do I'll do like I'll I'll do seven though, and then I'll give her eight. Okay. Wow, what a gentleman. So, <laughs> so you look, you Sorry, have eight hit points. You feel this warmth, um, this radiant glow that seems oddly familiar, yet yet not. You remember feeling this warm glow when you were back home, this bright sun of the summer court, kind of like just warming your skin and warming your soul almost. You remember feeling the tall grasses with the tips of your tips of your fingers and just smelling all of the aromas of around you and you feel this pulling tongue back in your reality as your eyes flutter open and you see uh, this figure kind of like in, in clad in armor kind of loom, looming over you um, with glowing radiance in, in his eyes and on his hands as it begins to fade um, as you come Are you okay? Uh, uh, what happened? Well, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to to talk about right now. But how are you feeling? Like I want to punch somebody. That's pretty normal. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We'll fill you all in. Like we're gonna we're gonna. Kind of reconvene over here in the middle, okay? Uh, I... <laughs> stay away from the bodies. We're not sure if they're all down yet. Temerity, you kick the dude's head, causing the neck to snap. It makes no reaction. He's super dead. With your 21 reaction... Uh, sorry, in 21 investigation, you are able to investigate uh, this dude in front of you and Brick in this time. Um, yes. With quick eyes, you you snatch two small coin purses from either of them, as well as a couple of daggers. And uh, from Brick, it looks like he has some strange substance on him. In a vial like a healing potion, but it is granuled like a powder, and it is glowing red. Hmm. The gold that you managed to accumulate, um, 18 gold, Grab both of them combined, as Brick doesn't carry much gold. It's a lot of like silver and copper pieces, but it adds up. Um, oh, add gold. Two. So, on uh, your inventory. Yeah, I'm there. You click the little gold icon, and then. I don't have a gold icon, but I could be an idiot. Yeah. Uh, if <laughs> yeah. Inventory, currency? it says weight currency. carried. Currency, currency, got it. Okay, how much am I adding, you said? Uh, 18. Jeez, I'm, I'm rich. And I found uh, some potions. You said a potion? Yep, you found a potion of healing and a vial of unknown substance. So you can, can add I... one general potion of healing to your inventory as well. Yeah. Can I try to like see what he's doing and stuff like that? Uh, I forget what that role would be. Uh, he, he's not hiding it. Okay. Already he's not hiding it. Uh, it... Darshan, you uh, finished picking up the remainder of the belongings on this um, 
this guy. What you might be able to salvage is something that you can shove underneath your armor um, to make it a little bit more um, padded, to say. It just might increase your armor class a bit. Um, studded leather armor. You might be able to put on your shoulders or something. So, um, Doshan, I know your inventory, you have leather. Um, with a little bit of time and maybe some prep work to fix the damage on your own armor and amalgam something of his, um, change it to studded leather, which will give you a plus one to your armor class. Can I look for anything I can make a joint out of? <laughs> you, I got the plant, uh, but I just need the paper. Um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, you can find shredded pieces of paper everywhere around, around the alley, bl blowing through the alleyway. You snatch one in your hand that blows through the alleyway, and you kind of tear it into a... <laughs> oh. Sorry, I only got oh. a bag. <laughs> okay, everybody, please, please stop. Everything here is under investigation of the Enclave. Oh, shut your pie hole. Come no, on. No, really, you're going to have to stop. Oh, we're going to stop. You're gonna make me stop? Listen, I did all the heavy lifting. You ran around saying, "Oof, you shouldn't have done that." <laughs> well, I think I think to be fair, I I took out the giant, didn't I? Oh my gosh! After I got him all worked up and kept him off your case, you know what? The problem with you, Enclave guys, is you don't understand what it's like for the rest of us. Ain't that right, there, little uh, little little bowman ranger? He's, he's asleep. Oh, is he? I have no idea. I have no idea either. But, uh, Lucas, you look, and both Darshan and Lucas, you, you kind of, like, clock familiarity with each other. Wait a minute. You're from the... You're from the inn. Don't give me the silent treatment. Hold on, I got a DM for me. <clears throat> Motherfucker, I told you what. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I, I, I got a DM from him three minutes ago, guys. He's he's in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore now. <laughs> so you got the back now. Back and the you two clock each other, and there's a sense of familiarity of like, ah, oh, you. Huh. From the inn, huh? Come on. You seem to be everywhere I am. Well, good work. Yeah, I did most of it. You said you guys seem to clean everything up. But you too. You know, I haven't met a, a ranger before. I haven't seen somebody shoot a bow like that. Oh my god, you propose know, to him already! I'm pretty sure you ain't seen a lot of things. Okay, well no more grabbing anything, okay? I'm waiting for my captain to get here and we are gonna investigate this whole thing. Yeah. Now what happened with that lady? She disappeared. She obviously went invisible. Yeah, maybe if you were a, a better officer, that wouldn't have happened there, Goldilocks. 
You know, I saw uh, multiple times you run away in the middle of battle. Didn't want to get my apple dirty. That or you're afraid. Oh, I'm afraid Mr. has a shield and ducks around a corner. Hey, hey, come on, cut him a break. He killed the, he killed a couple guys. Um, I noticed something um interesting. I think um I I feel like I'm for some reason I'm drawn to, towards Darshan. That's hot. DM. <laughs> no, like there's something there's something like like there's something like like my aura or my sword is like pulling me in that direction like to like figure out what's going on with him. Uh, roll me a history check as you see Dershawn pick up his, um, his Oh, his, shit. His, I, don't, his I, don't, I don't see cape. anything. I don't see anything. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, oh, never mind. There is a <laughs> sense of familiarity, at least not with him, but specifically as he tries to fix, like, the brooch that held, like, his traveling cape on it looks like some sort of sigil or some sort of symbol. You seems some familiarity, but you, you can't place it. It's not really with him. It's maybe the insignia that he's wearing. Can't quite place it. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I'm just going to sit here and stare at him. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking at, you little weirdo? Nothing. <laughs> you just well... seem familiar. Mm. Hang around a lot of bars like I do. See a lot of people. Maybe. What's with that brooch? Like, if you knew, you would know. If you knew, you would know. I like you. Want to get a drink? You paying? First round's on me. Got a little gold from old, uh, you know... Man tits over there on the ground. Now, now, hold on. Hold on. We can't have anybody leave just yet. I need to hey. get statements from each one of you about yeah. what happened yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to okay. drink. Yeah, we're going to oh, go yeah, to the yeah, Blue yeah. Goose. Yeah, you we're can going find to us there. Yeah. Take a okay, hike. There, okay, but do goose. not leave there. I need to come get statements. Yep, come get our statements. Hey, uh, Care Bears there. You want to join us? What? He said Care Bears there. Do you want to join us? I ain't got nothing else to do. Sure. All right. To the tavern. Sorry, buddy. So I'm going to stay back and kind of like... Wow. Like, and kind of investigate the area and everything like that as they go to the, the tavern. I just jumped in somebody. How did I know there you go? It's not going to... inside Darshan. That's, that's later. All right. So I'll <laughs> put you guys a little bit. Uh, yeah, you guys are going to be kind of off screen, but you guys are going to be there. It's just just so you can see the map, because if I take you away, you, you lose vision of the map. I'll keep your tokens there. Um, Lucas, roll me an investigation check. Thirteen, not bad. Um, you were conscious the whole fight. You were very observant. Um... There was one thing that happened right before she went invisible, was there were hell-like flames that erupted that merged with her hand and up the feet and up the legs of the ranger that you, that you just met named Deshaun. Um, that is infernal-like magic. And that's something that 
you as a paladin of the on, uh, of the enclave are uh, might be able to have some sort of sense against. Did I sense that they were, they kind of, not necessarily that they had history, but like that they kind of, they I, I guess they did in terms of uh, the guild and stuff like that. Do I sense some stuff like that or do I not? Um, roll a history check to see if you ever would uh, come across something like her. Because she was dressed a little bit differently than these thugs. A little bit more elegantly. Twelve. Infernal magic but she didn't appear to be a tiefling, at least from what you could see from a distance with her all masked up and cloaked up. But they were able to use hell-like magic, something like Temerity would be capable of naturally, but it would have to be brought to your superior. Maybe you can bring this information in. Cool. It could be very mm-hmm. valuable. Okay, cool. Hell-like magic and... That's pretty much the main thing, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, in- infernal magic and being able to go invisible and wearing top-to-bottom black leather armor. It's enough to go off of. Infernal, get it right, not hell-like. Yeah, infernal, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, infernal is the hells. It's, yeah, it seems no, you don't um, say that in this generation. The that's real, the real monstrosity offensive. would be confusing infernal and abyssal. Abyss is the the abyss. The hells are the hells. But um, you assess that the one that they called Brick, um, there was a bounty on him with your investigation check. This guy matched the description of um, he was a tavern brawler for a while, started a lot of bar fights, um, but over time he just started using uh, his physique as an enforcer to just bully people and, and just rob and mug in alleyways. Um, a lot of assault against uh, City Watch and other Enclave and he would just spend his time in prison getting jacked and then just getting let uh, you know, let go because he never murdered anybody until attempting now and he paid the price for it. So he's a repeat So I see offender. that he is a bounty, like I know that he is a bounty? Yeah, a bounty to be bounty. brought in alive but nonetheless it's one less criminal i suppose off the streets i'm gonna grab his head and put it on my belt yeah the he tie tie his head up um around his jaw and he dangles upside down still dripping blood a little bit the rest of the thugs could just be menial they don't discern or have any record from what you can tell this for one way or for another perfect I think that's uh, yeah, that's probably about everything he would want to want to see. Bar time. I think it's bar time. Bar time. Bar time. Bar time. I do have heavily wounded, but bar time. <laughs> I know. I'm actually really wounded too. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. only if I had a potion. Oh yeah, <laughs> it only. <laughs> Definitely a rest in the I bar, one. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Alright, I have a, <laughs> um, I do have a thing for that. Go fetch it. You have stumble one. through alleyways. Um, you stumble through alleyways. Who's stumbling? Uh, up wounds. I um, am. 
I am definitely. <laughs> some of I'm you are stumbling. Some of you are staggering. Some of you are just wondering. I'm just picking at my nails. How the hell that all went down? Trying to piece what you can together. Just all the events that transpired are um, kind of just rushing and replaying in your head. Um, eventually, you return to the uh, Blue Banner Inn and Tavern. And I actually have a little uh, cool little map for that as well. Because that's like a little staple point. Woo! Hell yeah. Drinking uh, is a staple the, point. It's going to take a, you know, it, <laughs> it, it was literally two blocks away, technically, from the Blue Banner Inn uh, where all this went down. So if there's anything you want to say on the way, uh, Lucas, you catch up with uh, with the others eventually oh great soldier boy is here hey w- hey wait up for me guys oh yeah wait Come up on. for him so care bear what's your name uh, oh. what's yours little one temerity mm. a name well earned is a name given and you there ranger Look familiar. What is yours? Keep staring at me. It's Darcy. Darcy. I'm just ready to get the drinking. Let's uh, head that way. Soldier, are you joining us? Well, I I won't be partaking, but I do have questions for you. You do realize that most religious beings, they cherish a good ale. Oh, no, I, I will definitely drink an ale, but I will not be partaking in how many ales I'm guessing you're going to drink. <laughs> Only way to get closer to God is to drink them. I don't, I don't think that's true. I, I don't uh, think I've heard that. I don't think I've heard No, it, it works. Seriously, have you ever seen God sober? Have you ever I seen God? Once. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know who this guy is. Oh, no, no, you, I've seen God. Mm-hmm. My dreams. Huh? Oh, God. Does this, like, break that keeps showing up in my dreams? Never mind. Let's just keep the bar. Wait, which guy showed right. up in your dreams? Hold on. Nothing. <clears throat> still trying to get to the vibe. Weaving, we're weaving through people, by um, the way. No, it do, it only takes you about not even five minutes. Not, not even. But are, are there people in the way? Back. Are there people in the way? Not really, because you were in alleyways. Um, for the people that are out in the main streets, as you have to enter from the front, um, you might get a couple of looks because you know some of you are bloodied, but gonna, you I'm, are at, yeah. brought with an enclave, so they see you and then see Lucas and then kind of just go back to what they were doing. Yeah, I'm walking by a a, a, a couple that's walking by. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna grab his purse. Grab his little pouch. Trying to be a, a, a pickpocket? Yeah, it's just it's gonna Can happen. Attempt to pickpocket someone? Alright, yeah. well, uh, let's see. Uh, roll a stealth and a sleight of hand. Both? Stealth first. Yes, because you're kind of trying to do it without being noticed. But if you want to attempt, roll a sleight of hand. If you want to just yoink. Yeah. Uh, four. It rolled a four. Oh, no, the... I don't want to attempt now. Oh. Woo! 
you feel like you're going to be watched. The coin yeah. purse is right there. You feel like you can easily do it as you walk by, but then you feel darts being pierced in the back of your head as just Lucas is right behind you, just staring. Lucas is kind of a dick. Yeah, I was going to grab it anyways, so. Nice. Uh, let me bring you it. guys to the inside of the little tavern. Ah, oh, finally here. <laughs> so I, I just, I just, I'm watching. Dershawn is the first to walk in, and he gives upward nods to, um, to Rusty. Oh, Rusty. Fake name, yeah, that he gives people. He, you know his real name. He did. He gives you, but he goes by two names. That's Rusty Pipe um, over there. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, there are some people here. I'm not going to make a token for everybody, but um, there's just the occasional dotting around. The front of the bar is empty. There's a couple people sitting at tables, um, but there is a table back in the corner that is empty, um, and these uh, seats up at the front that are empty. Hey, before we come in there, I'm going to um, I cast Disguise Self on myself to like make my horns go away. Sure. Uh, cast Disguise Self. Last for about an hour. Walk yeah. right in. Yep. Uh, sees Dershawn first, and there's a little bit of a smile on his face, and then sees the condition of him, and then the smile instantly fades, and then the eyes peer over the shoulder and see Lucas trailing in behind, and you see him put a, a bottle away and replace it with a different one. What can I, uh... Can I help you all with? Barkeep, wow. we need a round of drinks. Yeah, all uh, together, and his eyes land on Darshan, but with a raised eyebrow, like you, 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 we're, you with the clad. <laughs> we're together today. Uh, all right. Do you have anything to take the pain away? Kind of hurts. Of course. Thank you. Cool. I'll uh. I'll whip you up something nice. Three regulars and something stiff on the way. That'll be a gold piece for you. I throw him two. Ah, look how generous you are. I like him already. Passes uh, drinks out. Um, slides a couple across uh, the bar for you guys to pick up. Sit wherever you'd like. Uh, Alright, so. I don't know where the hell. It's like a butterfly. <laughs> you do get looks as you wander oh. around and just like looking at people and. What is you wrong just like. With the... Elf, get over here! I'm me! One. One drink and she's already drunk. What do you mean? Yeah. That's nothing. I've drank way more than this. Way more. You've drinking more than this? Many a time. Well, let me tell you, I have had some of the finest ale across this entire land. This is nothing. Yeah, this is so far the best. It's not so bad. Eh. That's because you haven't had the good stuff yet. Let me tell you, if I ever have a chance to take you up to uh, the Infernal Lands and get you some really strong drinks, it'll change your life. Hell, 
You might even oh. find the new god. Now that won't happen. No. Hey, so, uh... Lucas, you got a... You got a job, bro. You get paid well. Yeah, I mean, yes. It's... But I don't do this for the for the money. Well, I do good. this because... I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, Rusty, can we get a couple more drinks on this guy? Soldiers don't yeah. pay for it. <sighs> got it. Oh, two stiff ones. Make mine a gin and juice. Everything, everything's okay. Yeah, thank you. You just pay for all the drinks again. You can pay them on your way out. Okay. Well, as long as you answer the questions. Question. What was what was that? Why did that start? What was what? What was what? What we just went through? What do you mean? Why did that start? They were after the squirrel girl over there. Huh? Well, I come around the corner and I just see mayhem, and then they attack me. Yeah, and then I had to save the day to keep you assholes from dying. So actually, I think, Mister Enclave. You owe me and the ranger here a thank you. Well, mm. now I think we did work together there. I don't I know. Don't... That captain mentioned compensation. Well, now well, I like where we this can, is going. We can, talk, we can talk to my captain when, when she gets back, okay? But I need to know why all of you were in this position in the first place. Mm. I, I was following a squirrel, heard a clatter, and then, uh, you know, Muscle Brains over there was holding, uh, holding Care Bear here. Do you know these people? Who, these? <laughs> no, not these people here. The people you fought. No, but that one woman was suspicious. She was wielding the magic of my people. That's troublesome, but nothing out I of noticed. too ordinary. I don't know. I think I was there for some type of divine intervention. She was hot but dangerous. Cheers to that. <laughs> be honest with you. When I hit her in her breast, they seem fake. <laughs> Another round! Yep, you got it. Another gold piece. All right, well... Getting late. Maybe I'll get a room here and catch you guys tomorrow. I need to go oh. see about a few things. It's like one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon. <laughs> I don't like sunlight, Dick. <laughs> Why um, stagger? Oh, we can tell you you're little pale. Like that. <laughs> you sound so funny. Like what is? <laughs> First you look like a ram, now you just look like an elf. Like, dude, what? what happened to your horns? What? You look like an He's elf wrong. right now. What yeah. happened to your horns? Did you just say I look like a fucking ram? <laughs> yeah, you look like a little sheepy. Enclave, turn the other way. Ah? Turning. I raise my fingers. Hey, uh, hey, not I doing it, any of that in here. <laughs> Take it outside. 
Hi, Rattled. <laughs> There's the sound of heavy footfalls and clattering of metal and a slam open of the front wooden door, followed by Lucas! Oh, Miss the Captain. I'm gonna show her up. Oh, hey, Captain. Hey. Oh. Looks like she has some blood on her from probably uh, doing some digging. She's flanked on either side with just the city watch. And then her eyes fall on Dashan, and she just goes, You. And then she, uh, she just starts, like, basically marching right towards your guys' table. And she pulls out manacles, like, handcuffed, like, steel manacles and chains from the side of her hip to, like, look like she was just right, straight up ready to arrest somebody. Whoa, 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 whoa. She gets to I about just say, Whoa there, Captain. I just saved your, just saved your partner right here. Wait, whatever you getting ready, to, whatever you getting ready to do, you might want to relax. Bodies hey, lie in my alleyways, and I'm not expected to arrest somebody. What is the meaning of this, Lucas? What's going on? Where have you been? Uh, hey, Captain. Um, yeah. So it's a kind of a little bit of a you complicated look story. Like shit. And yeah. she just walks up. Agreed. Grabs your nose with the with her two knuckles of her first two fingers, and straightens uh, your nose. <sighs> what oh. in the nine hells? You, and dragging a prime suspect, nonetheless. What's going on? Okay, so I I I heard I heard I was on the mission that we were talking about before, and then I heard a bit of commotion behind the building. I go around, and all of a sudden there is, there's multiple people trying to attack these three individuals here, and they used infernal magic. Infernal magic. And there was one lady in particular, she was, she was really, she was kind of, actually, she was really mean, and she, uh, she wore complete black leather armor, and then she went, she went invisible. And she, and she left. She lowers the manacles. Um, her other hand was on the hilt of her sword on her left side as she was still, like, staring daggers at Darshan. Uh, Darshan. But um, she throws the manacles back on the chain hook on her, on her hip. See? Upstairs, all of you. Upstairs. <laughs> your room points at uh, Dushan. This is my kind of party. Hold on. Now. What are we fucking grounded here? We're going to have a discussion. I suspect you get the lead out of your shoes. Move. Thank you, Lucas. Let's go. We need to have a discussion. Let me go grab another beer in front of the patrons. Bring two. 
She bellows at the two guards that are at the door. Lock it down. Um, they put a fist over over their chest and then they sidestep a little bit closer together, guarding the front door. There is a second floor because there is stairs on the bottom right hand corner. Oh, I thought we were upstairs here. Ah! <laughs> nope, there's stairs to take. Yeah, no, there's stairs to take. Oh boy. All right, while we walk up these stairs, let's sing a great drinking song. I want to sing with you. You freak me out. Ow, she's uh, kind of a bitch. Ah! Whoa. Well, like I see it. And you're a fucking sheep. What else do you want from me? Right. Hey, leave her alone. I raise my fingers again. No, no, right no. behind yeah, you yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I knock him down. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Her. Quaint, quaint. No. Keep it moving. Nice. You can finger blast her later. <laughs> he wait. <laughs> you guys head upstairs and. <laughs> uh, um, I have a little, uh, a cool little map for the the second floor of this tavern. I'll just move your guys' tokens over there before I hit save. Bada bing. Bada bing. Bada boom. Bada bing. Uh, yeah, there's the stairs. The boom there. boom room. Yeah, right. well, you're. We'll just Not copy these there. tokens. 99 bottles of. Elf on the wall. Joshan, your room is. Um... Not the big one. Not the big one. Um, <laughs> it is the middle one. Right here. Oh no, 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 it's over here. <laughs> oh, the tiny ass room. Um walking shoulder to shoulder with, with Lucas, you guys are kind of ushered into Dushan's uh Dushan's room. A little bit cramped with all of you. You've taken down Lucas? like the little, little privacy half wall that was here. Get the but... fuck out of my bed. <laughs> oh sorry. All right. And yep. the the door closes. She shuts the door and then leans up against the wall with her arms folded. All right. So, all of you just, just so happen to stumble into each other right when... Hmm. Okay. Lucas, mm. the head on your chain... Come on. Some yes. tact. Some class, please. Well, I, 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 I did recognize this um, as, as Brick. He has a uh, mm. he has a bounty on, on his head. Yes, Brick the Brawler. <laughs> yeah, like Brick the Brogan. A whopping eight silver bounty for causing trouble the last three times he was arrested. What got him killed? Uh, I was me. Well... Considering your stature, something 
must have tipped him off. He's usually not one for bloodlust, but... Oh, yeah. he was he was one for bloodlust, all right. He was attacking everybody almost. Yeah, I don't know what was I don't know what got into him. What did he have on him? What who is he working with this this woman? Describe her again for me. Uh she, she used she used infernal magic. I mean, much like this uh horned guy here. I don't have horns right now, by the way. Yeah, he, well, he did have so. horns before. He had horns before. I I uh, trust me, he had horns. All right. Hey, uh, okay. Lucas, Luke, loose lips sink ships. Now he's just a sheep. Not, not the and point. I think the most, uh, the most ridiculous thing was that uh, she went invisible, and and uh, we we don't know where she went. Hmm. Capable of infernal magic and going invisible. What was the appearance like? Head to toe in leather? What was the, uh... Black leather. Black leather. Anything else? Any other discerning features? Marks? Eye color? Anything? Hmm. Hair color, even. She had a nice ass. Noted. Anything of, else? Like a little bit of fire inside her. She had a tattoo on her. Tattoo. Interesting. Hmm. She takes out a, a notepad and starts jotting something down. Right on her chest. A tattoo. Interesting. Black leather tattoo in front of magics. Well, that's three for three on coincidences, and I don't believe in coincidences. Oh, and I guess before I go any farther here. Um, she places a hand on Lucas's shoulder, and you get 15 health back clutch you look worse for wear how about I put up at least partially my end of the bargain and she puts 10 health in uh, Darshan compensation and you little one the fey one ah? yes here drink this hands you a uh, a bottle, a glass bottle with swirling golden and red liquid in it. Nice! You restore 18 health. And you, pale one, what do you, you run your mouth too much. <laughs> anyway, coincidences aside, I think we're dealing with Infernus. I would hate to admit it. Normally, that's an old Holland human guild. But what do they even want in elven territory like this? It's quite disconcerting. This sounds a lot heard like it's not my problem. I've heard Infernos before. Hmm. Definitely have. So you have your ear to the ground in certain matters as well. Yeah. You knew your will, your strong will had to have come from somewhere. We might be thinking of two different things, though. Hmm. Well, who's to we... say maybe a little job or compensation to prove me wrong might not be worth it? I mean, I don't know. What, what kind of infernus are you thinking of? This lady? Hmm. 
Furnace started as a normal rogue guild, petty thievery, burglary, kidnapping nobles for ransom, that kind of thing. Oh. But I was thinking of a shit car. <laughs> a carriage car? rental program is not even coincidentally not the same. But listen. This thing has piqued my interest. Seeing Infernus might be running around this town during the same week as our noble incident. Seems quite interesting, don't you think, Mr. Dushan? Hmm. Say so. Do you have any kind of sentiment with that name? What was the name? Infernus. I've ran into him a couple times in the past, but really don't remember too much. I think I need a couple more drinks. Hmm. Be able to talk then. The Enclave has no qualms with covering your measly bar tab. That's all you want. But I'll tell you this much. At least for the foreseeable future, especially if Infernus is running around with all the likes of you. Lucas, you're now assigned of protective custody of these individuals. And... Now hold on a second. A I don't second. need a goddamn babysitter. Ah, <laughs> uh, my dear babies, babysitting. Hmm. Consider it a legal method what? of having somebody watch over you. Tell you all what. You want to reconsider my offer? I'd sweeten the deal for you. Head east or head out of town, however you wish. But I want this. Infernus tracked down. I want to see if there's a link between the sudden rise of an old Eastern Thieves Guild and the disappearance, possible kidnapping, or collusion, nonetheless, with noble Brookhart. I need to see if those two are related in the slightest. Maybe the bodies that we saw on the street earlier today might be swept under the rug with the body that we found on the lakeside the night prior. How does that sound? Mm. Whatever I pay Lucas, I'll pay the rest of you double. Whoa, right, wait. Perfect. I'll do whatever you say, Captain. And as far as the other half of your payment, Lucas, I'll have a good word to the commissioner about your rank. I just want this done. I don't want Ellison being overrun by a bunch of petty thugs. And her eyes just glance over to Deshaun as she says that, and then her eyes straighten back forward. Lucas, good thing you ain't doing this for the money, bud. I'll protect them, Captain. Yeah. See to it that you do. Sure you will. Start investigating the noble's house on the lakeside. Maybe you left some clues behind. We already got um, per permission from the mayor to have a key copied in his plans of his manor laid out. Rummage through his things. Don't take 
anything. Unless it's necessary for the investigation. He must have left some sort of clue behind of his sudden and hurried departure from his home. His staff will be waiting on standby to make sure you all behave yourselves. Get to rest. Start first thing in the morning. If you bring me Jonathan Brookhart in alive custody, or bring me his connections to the Infernus, dead or alive, you'll be paid regardless. Just need answers to make sure this town is going to be safe at least a fucking week. All right. Dismissed. I appreciate your time. Everybody get the fuck out of my room. Yeah, I got, I'm covered. Ah. Okay. Keep having your ear to the ground, Archer. And she walks out of your room. Talking to me like that, by any means. No, that's too nice of a room for you, Lucas. You have to go to the room with no window and white sheets. <laughs> <laughs> you get an no interior window. state room. You're government-funded. Um, you're Why this room has three fuck. beds in it? This is a cramped ass room. Right. Why didn't you get a big room to. What a piece of shit. There's this room up here. <laughs> no, oh, hey! you're just gonna like get the. No. Hey! What are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? I'm taking a sleep. Oh. I was expecting something more exciting from you, but alright. What? <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, technically this would Darshan's, but that's okay. There's that privacy curtain. Anyways, um, while can I down cause bed, damage to the <laughs> tavern? <laughs> start like r rummaging the place. Just start. No, like, I want to jump room. on the bed <laughs> and cause damage to the bed. All right. Uh, you start jumping on the bed. It's not very springy <laughs> at all. It's actually just the creakiness of the wood uh, and the, the bending of the wood that springs you back up a little bit. <laughs> and you hear several boards snap beneath your mattress and now you're, the center of your mattress is slumped inward a little bit. Lucas, you over here having fun? <laughs> what the heck? What? Just, he shouts through the wall. <laughs> And then you realize how close the voice was. Yeah, this is probably not him. <laughs> so while lay down for bed for the night, you patch your wounds. You toss and turn of, you know, almost near-death experience for some of you. For Temerity, it's a little bit of a new excitement. Just another... Just another... Uh, pin on the map of adventure and wandering but now with a little bit of interesting purpose uh, with interesting purpose especially with some interesting individuals there could be much to gain from them for sure you see the the, the weapon on your nightstand vigor it glows this obsidian black and purple glow um, that only seems that you can see and there's this excitement of potential, especially when it comes to rummaging through a noble's house, for one thing. But for second, 
a strange calling of infernal magic that you witnessed. Maybe getting to the bottom of where that source of infernal magic comes from might link to the infernal magic you ought to see. To Lucas, another day on the job, though this is probably the most lethal of a, of a day on the job they've ever had, besides the few bits of scuffles and breaking up bar fights and escorting uh, trade cars through the city. This seems to be the first big job on his pilgrimage as a paladin of the Enclave. For Dashan, want to say it's not business as usual. Seems old wounds uh, peeled old scabs and bringing back old memories. Seems that there's a lot of unfinished business and history likes to rear its ugly head every once in a while. Hopefully this will be the last loose end and this can finally be put to bed. And for Miss Hayes Walker, um, jumping on every single bed until she gets tired and breaking every single one of them and settling in the <laughs> last room. Um, getting the last bit of energy out of her. Just... This material plane is so strange. People are always quick to anger. It's not so much like home. When people play tricks, they prank one another or strike deals in fake contract. People solving problems with violence instead of contracts and trickery is a bit strange and foreign. Almost a bit scary. But either way, it is an opportunity to make some money. And this, after all, village in the Viridian Forest said as much, saying you'll be looking for death just as much as you'll be looking for grand adventure. There seems to be no in-between. And they were right. Everyone gets a long rest. Hit your long rest buttons. And we will pick back up next session on the investigation, on the hunt for Jonathan Brookhart and the Infernus. That's where we'll end off tonight. <laughs> Temerity snores. His, uh, his, his horn pierces through the mattress several times when he tosses and turns in his sleep. Yeah, wakes up with many <laughs> holes in his pillows. Yeah, I does. just imagine. Looks like I murdered a goose. His... <laughs> I imagine in the middle of his sleep, the spell finally wears off because he fell asleep with it on, <laughs> and they just pop yeah, into it. Yeah, it only lasts an hour. It's, it's only it's only a visual disguise. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's only a visual <laughs> illusion to cover the horns. The horns are actually still physically there. If you try to reach for them, you'd be able to feel them, but. Oh, it's like a cloaking, perfect. like a disguised self used. It's like a cloaking device for his horns. All right. <laughs> Good work, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks.